Podcast listeners, when I tell you I have had so many technical difficulties trying to record this intro, I had a brilliant one finished, and and I messed up. This why are the waveforms so low? Oh my gosh, everything is ter- why is the microphone gain way down? Every I hate audacity. I hate it. I hate recording in it. I hate uh, doing. I hate it. I why can't everything just be? Um, intuitive and easy for Pat to use. I don't want to learn how to make it work better. I want it to learn me. Figure it out, AI. Anyway, guys, welcome to the newest episode. Uh, That was one hell of a way to start. Uh, But honestly, kind of fits the theme of this episode. We covered Thor, the Dark World, and by that, I mean we ostensibly talked about everything other than Thor, the Dark World, as is going to be reflected in the episode title. Uh, not a lot to say about this movie. We both liked it fine, but I we just wanted to talk about other stuff. So we did for three and a half hours. I hope that you guys get something out of this. A lot of mental health, a lot of stories, a lot of, a lot of goofs and gaffs. Real, it's, it's a good time. Um, if you do like what we're doing here over the War Porn Podcast, we'd love to hear from you. You can reach out to us at our email or our Patreon or our Instagram or our Twitter. It's all War Porn Podcast. You can, you can find us uh, uh, various links. And, uh, hey, give, give, give us money so we can keep paying our editor. Uh, speaking of, this episode is going to be pretty raw because I didn't have time to send it to the editor. So I hope you guys enjoy a lot of awkward pregnant pauses and uh, some, some not the best audio quality. And, and just, you know, just, just all the fun that lets you know that this is a do-it-yourself podcast in the middle of a pandemic by two dum-dums. And, and also uh, a dog. Two dummies and a dog. It's like the origin story of Ryan Reynolds. That's a, that's a two guys in a pizza place. Two guys, one girl in a pizza place joke. So, for no one. It's for a joke for no one. Anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Uh, we're going to be covering... You're going to be getting Thor Ragnarok next week. And then it looks like we're going to be covering the Iron Man trilogy. So I hope you guys are excited for all that. And uh, we'll see you soon. Bye. Do, 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 do. This do, is the theme do. song. War porn. War porn. Song. Hooray! Hey! It's podcast time! How's it going, Pat? Uh, are you recording in GarageBand? I'm not. Oh, no. <laughs> Let me open that. I'm okay. not I'm not turning off this recording, and we're not starting right. over. That's... In true podcast fashion. Yep, yep. Where, yep. where is GarageBand? Uh... It's the app that... I almost called you Nate. I don't know why. Wow. I, 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 had, uh, I just Nate. saw the GarageBand app. Where was it? There it is. Yeah. Nailed it. I'm Here Nate go. Sudfeld, uh, backup quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles. This is my partner, Patrick Pat Oswalt. Pat Oswalt. Famous running back for the New York Giants. Yep. How's it going? Um, it's it's going great. Are Ooh, we... I need a new, a new file. Oof. Yeah, this is a hot start. Is a hot, hot start. Hot, hot start. Hot to start. <laughs> yeah, turn a... off the metronome. All right. <laughs> Unless you want to do this in 4-4 four, four time signature. Okay. I do, actually. <laughs> okay, so it's now recording, I believe, in the garage band. Yeah. It is. We're good. We're it's, good. We've got backups on backups on backups. Welcome to the War Porn Podcast. Hey, everybody. We're very professional and yeah. well done <laughs> podcast Well here. done podcast. I'm Gene Meyer. 
clinical therapist and a Jew. And with me, as always, is my co-host, Patrick Lawler, <laughs> uh, disabled veteran slash pagan. Slash non-Jew. Not, I'm, I'm both non-Jew and non-binary. Why? Non, I really, non-binary. I really struggle. Binary! Binary! I'm, I, I'm also anti-syllables. He's a goy non-binary. Is that what goy means? Yeah, goy means non-Jew. Aw. This fucking goy over here. Oh, I don't like this it that goy way. This goy non-boy. <laughs> That sounds awful. I have, um, uh, for the listeners, I have a bowl of gushers, of gushers, and a burrito in on the root. way. An in root burrito. So get ready uh, for more mouth sounds. Yeah, it's gonna be. You, you know what my favorite part is? Is I'm gonna be describing the themes of this movie, and you're just gonna be going to town on your uh, vegetarian burrito, pretending to pay attention, but like. Probably replaying Bored. some like Transformers episode from 1993 in your mind over and over. It's important because the Dinobots <laughs> were made, and it's like, did did the Transformers invent sentience for these dinosaur bots? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Why is Grimlock the way he is? Well, I... Why would they build a Transformer with brain damage? <laughs> That's, you know... That's, Is that ableist? Uh, yes. <laughs> I felt ableist. <laughs> that's internalized ableism. It's internalized ableism. Because can't you see that you are the Grimlock of people? <laughs> <laughs> right? I'm, I'm a dumb Tyrannosaurus. <laughs> yes. Grimlock smash. Yes. So, uh, this is the Warborn Podcast. What we do is we watch movies, or as I like to call them, films. <laughs> I went to four years of film school, and that's one thing I learned was, you call them, well, two and a half uh, of film school. A lot of it was drinking. But I hope that you paid more attention in therapy school than you did in film school. <laughs> oh, I paid. Pl- <laughs> Actually, true story, one of my therapy classes, the teacher three times asked me to get off my phone. <laughs> and I was like, I got Instagram to look at. You're fucking talking about psychodynamic bullshit. Yeah, I've been kicked out of class at every level of education I've ever been at. It's wow. True. Yeah. I don't know. If, I don't think I got kicked out of class in my... Oh, no, I did. Oh, my God. I um, <laughs> I had such a moment. I had this um, math class that I had to take when I last went back. So I'm 28 years old. I'm, I'm, I'm out of the war. I'm angry. Yep. I'm taking, I'm taking like theater classes, which are fun. I enjoy the theater classes, wow. and I'm all about them, right? Mm-hmm. But then I have to take this math class on the side, and I don't, like, I've had this problem since I was a kid. Um, I, I just, like, do math weird in my head. It's really hard for me to describe. Yes. I just, like, use pictures or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I, like, I'll just look at a problem, and I'll, like, intuitively know the answer, and then I'll write it down. And then they'll go, you can't do that. And, and then they're like, show your work. And I, and I, I don't, I don't know how. And then they're like, <laughs> you're, then you're lying. And I'm like, I'm not fucking lying. I just don't do it your way. But if I got the right answer, fuck you. And like sometimes they'll be like, that's an unsolvable problem. Like I had a math teacher on one of the classes, different college, accidentally fucked up an extra credit question. And I spent like 20 minutes on it and I got the right answer. And he's like, I didn't give you enough variables. How did you do this? And I was like, I don't fucking know. He's wow. like, but you got the right answer. And I was like, well, then I should get extra, extra credit. So you're like Matt Damon. I'm like, I'm like a dumber <laughs> Matt Damon. From, from Goodwill Hunting. From Goodwill Hunting. 
Damn. I'm both the Robin Williams and Matt yeah. Damon in that movie. Wow. And I'm like your Ben Affleck. Yeah. Because I'm like, I'm dumb and I like farts. Uh, you gotta go see about a girl. Yeah, d- dude, bro. You gotta fucking... My best days are the days where I don't think I'm gonna see your car pulling up in the morning. <laughs> isn't, that, that, isn't that the monologue where he has like a monologue about... Uh... Anyway, so, long story short, I'm in this math class and I'm doing my math the way I do my math. And the teacher's like, you gotta show your work. And I was like, it's been 28 years of this. Are we really not done? And I was like, I, okay, I don't... And I just vaguely explained it. And she's like, oh, you can just do math in your head? And I was like, yeah. And she was like, that must be nice. And I was like, that seems rude. <laughs> and like... You said that? Yeah. And she just was like... You ever have a teacher who's just like really bad at their job? And like, she would put shit on the board and we'd be like, that's not correct. <laughs> and then she'd get like mad at us. Like we she's like, You're always out to get me and we're like, No, you're just, you know, doing a bad like mm-hmm. we're looking at the same problem as you and you wrote the number down. So like, you know Yes. Have less ego. So anyway, one one day we're in class and she like comes over and I like didn't do the homework or something. And she like leans in and she's like, If you don't do the homework again, I'm going to fail you. How do you like that math guy or something? What? Like super rude. And like I having violent PTSD was like, well, here is what's going to happen. In my head, I was like, either I'm going to have a violent outburst (laughs) or I'll keep my, I'm going to collect my things and I'm going to leave. Those are the options. Mm -hmm. So I chose... I just, I quietly collected my things and I left the class. Wow. And she was like, if you leave your, uh, you fail the class. And I was again presented with like, well, mm-hmm. I don't have the emotional resonance yeah. to handle this. Right. Like an appropriate human. Right. So either I'm going to fucking lose it on this woman in front of all these chitlins or <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to leave. And I decide, I'm like, I'm just going to walk out. However, the class fucking hated this woman. So they started applauding. (laughs) And they're like, yeah, fuck her! Really? Yeah. So either way. um, And then I, so I just left and the class was like applauding. And I was like, oh, that's not how I wanted that to go. And then I went to the. The, like, the people who are supposed to ostensibly help the veterans. And I was like, hey, I just had this, like, outburst in class because, mm-hmm. like, you know, the war. <laughs> and and they were like, listen, um, d- don't bother, like, trying to get this rectified. Just, like, take your L and, and go about your business. What? Yeah, I don't know if you know this, um, but the resources, resources for veterans suck. Yeah. And like, someone should have been like, that's not okay. Mm-hmm. We should, because later I ar- I successfully argued with the college, and I'm very proud of this, that I don't need to take a math class because I have PTSD. <laughs> I, and then I, I, I kind of told them about that woman, and they were like, you should have brought that up. Like, when it happened. And I was like, oh, the vet center told me not to bother. And they said you wouldn't, you know, help uh, me. And they were like, we would have helped you. <laughs> oh, God. Wait, was this... What, what was... Was this just a college? Yeah, Eastern Connecticut State University that I've now dropped out of twice. <laughs> really? Yeah, I dropped out when I was 18 to join the Army. And then I dropped out when I was 28 to 
go to New York and be a stand-up comedian. To join the army of comedy. The army of comedy. Very different energies. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. There was a moment where I was like, maybe I shouldn't say the name of the school, but like, fuck that school. Oh, fuck I'm not their alma mater. Yeah. <laughs> I would like an honor. I hope that one day I get offered an honorary degree there. I think that'd be funny. What do you think you would have to do with your life in order for them to give you an honorary degree? Uh, like, how big, in what field would you have to just... Comedy. No, I'm going to I'm gonna get so successful at comedy. Do you, do you think that... Or I'll just donate them a lot of money. If you were, like, become one of the, like, top most famous comedians in the world, they would give you an honorary degree. At this shitty state school, yeah. You think? <laughs> Dude, yeah, of course they'd want that clout. Really? Dude, the, like, the theater, they just built, like, a multi-million dollar theater. And the, oh, they have, like, a, a guy, like, a cutout of, a, like, one of the alma maters. And it's just, like, some random douche from a Fox network. Oh, Because, really? like, they just haven't had, yeah. like, a huge success that they can be like, oh, d- fucking um, <laughs> Josh Harnett came, yeah, came through. Yeah. At, he's an alma mater because it's, it's a state school. Even though you dropped That's not, like, super twice. well-known. Do you think they'd turn around and they'd try to schmooze it and be like, he was one not, of our... Not to, not to disparage any of any of the, the people I went to school with, which I now know listen to the podcast. No offense. Really? No offense. Really? Yeah. Oops. Sorry, Matt. Oh, Matt. Hey, Matt. But did Matt graduate? He did, yeah. He Good got like him. a master's from Eastern, I think. Good for... In what? Um, education, I think. He's oh, a teacher dude, now. He's he teaches theater, it. I think. Dude, he's fucking killing it. Oh, he's it. doing way better than me. We should have him as a guest. <laughs> no, we should we should have him sl- and slowly phase you out and it'll be oh! the Gene and Matt podcast. Aww. And we talk about like theater and like respecting your math teacher and shit. It'll Aww. be great. So I successfully argued that I have PTSD, so I can't take a math class. <laughs> and the reasoning that I used was that on the ambulance, the only time I ever used math was to do drug calculations <laughs> on children. What? So now I, I I associate doing math with children dying. And I got, oh I got a psychologist. And I went to my shrink, and I was like, hey, is there, you know, I, I came up with this. And he was like, he's like, honestly, you probably do. And, I, and he wrote me a note. Dude. That's not that's not crazy. I associate math with children if dying. We, if the only time you did math was to do it to do drug calculations on a dying kid, eventually you'd associate math with dead kids. Yeah, okay. But you don't okay. I'm very damaged. You you just ordered a burrito? I sure did. And you're going to tip the guy? Uh I guess yeah. <laughs> Math, hello. I am gonna have a little moment where I think about all. We're gonna be like, kids. Oh. he's gonna say fifteen percent. Jimmy, no! Like, oh, Susan, no! <laughs> little Timothy, <laughs> dude, real. That's you know what though. If you if you got away with that shit, more power. To I you. then dropped out of school as soon as I successfully got them to go. You don't have to take a math class. I was like, cool. I I drop out. I drop out. Yeah, <laughs> dude, good for you, man. Good for you, because you were just you just wanted to successfully argue that, and once you won, you're. You I no mean, more. those things weren't. I my, my it was also like my house was getting foreclosed on, yeah. and like the window of moving to New York was closing, and I was like, yeah. "Fuck it, I'm gonna bet on myself." Much yeah. like all those people in bet, bet on GameStop. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh hey, we're doing Thor: The Dark. World. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, so so I'm took just, us took just, us. Tw- 13, 13 minutes. minutes, but we learned a lot about you. We learned a lot you. along the way. 
Um, I just wanted to say that in, you know, I too got kicked out of a, a class in college. Uh, it was because um, our teacher, our English teacher showed us a video of Justin Timberlake and um, was on the Mickey Mouse Club. And I insinuated that he masturbated to it. <laughs> and the teacher asked me to leave. And then I successfully argued that <laughs> videos of Justin Timberlake in the Mickey Mouse Club uh, reminded me of children dying. <laughs> and I didn't have to take the English class anymore. So, here on the War Porn Podcast, we like to talk about movies. <laughs> we sure do. And war. And war. What we do is, so the, the idea behind the podcast is we uh, watch a movie. We sure do. Uh, usually like a pop culture, Star Wars, Marvel. Uh, man, you just look fed up today. <laughs> you just look fed the fuck up today. I'm depressed. You're depressed. Well, this should be a good one. Yeah. <laughs> You're on painkillers. I'm depressed. I Yeah, a little background. Uh, Patrick's been battling depression for the past... Forever. Forever. I recently had a herniated disc. I, I'm on uh, codeine and some muscle relaxers. You didn't have to be specific, but... Was... Oh, no. I could. I have them right here. I have... Good. Get them out for the, I'm on, for, the, so, for the podcast. Well, you're the fucking medic. So I'm on acetaminophen codeine number three. Did you say acetaminophen? Acetaminophen. 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 It's Tylenol. And then... Yeah, but but they cut it with codeine. Number yeah. three, codeine, baby. So that's hy- hydro. Yeah, one is you're the, one? the fucking doctor here. I don't know. It's either hydrocodone or hydrocodeine or hydrocodone. It really doesn't do much. It does clog you up. Oh yeah, it does. I have not pooped a lot. And then I'm on this one called Baclofen. I don't know Baclofen. Because they had me on the Flexerol, but they said it oh, would... Oh, Baclofen's a muscle relaxer? Yeah, baby. Flexerol knocks me the fuck out. Yeah, dude. I used to take them overseas when I wanted to have a good sleep. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, so we're, we're going to have fun today. We watched... Uh, so last week we did Thor 1. Well, like three weeks ago. Yeah, but, you know, then the fucking... The last episode was Thor. Thor 1. We, we had a jolly old time. We talked a lot about Celine Dion. Did we? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Remember? No, I totally forgot. <laughs> yeah, I have brain damage yeah. from the war. We talked a lot. We, that, that story, I've been thinking about that story all week. Good. Let's keep bringing it back up. And, uh, and this week we watched Thor 2, The Dark World. Yes. Um, which, going into it, I had heard was one of the worst Marvel movies. Yes. And I watched it and... It really wasn't that bad. I did not think it was I that bad. I still think it's probably the worst Marvel movie. It definitely... It's, I don't think it's a bad movie. No. It's just like if you stack it up against its its peers. Yeah. It's the... it's the, Like, dude, so much of this movie I was like, huh, I don't remember this even a little. Yeah. I was like, wow. And I kept thinking like, I should like this movie more. This is like all the elements of stuff that there, I like. Yeah, there was like nothing about it that was like aggressively bad. I I think the problem is that like nothing of consequence, like some plot stuff happens, mm-hmm. like like you know, we'll get to. But like Thor, I don't feel like Thor grows or no. like learns anything. No, it, he he's just like I love this girl and I'm sad. Yeah, and I'm I'm trying. Man, I love the king. And at the end of the movie, he's like, 
Still that. Yeah. I'm still, it, maybe less the King thing now. It felt like, I did you ever, you, I'm sure you saw Age of Ultron. I've seen all of them, yeah. And like, Age of Ultron kind of felt the same way, where it was like, okay, we're just treading water. Like, although Age of Ultron probably had more consequence than this one did. Well, not really for Phase 2. Honestly, up until they let Taika Waititi have Thor, I feel like he was just sort of like a fun himbo. Mm -hmm. Like, he learned some stuff in the first movie, and then he was just like, in like... Uh, treading water, like yeah. you said, for just yeah. like a couple films. Yeah, would he be there? Yeah, like I remember in Age of Ultron, uh, he like he kind of sees a trailer for Infinity War, and he's there for some of the action scenes, mm -hmm. and he's got some quips, but like the plot's not really about Thor. No, it's about no. Tony and Cap, no. and yeah, it, it's funny. So watching this movie, I know a lot of people complain that a lot of superhero movies are origin stories and that they find the origin story to generally be weak but i think the origin story worked really well for thor although it wasn't quite an origin but it the the initial story worked better where this entry was like eh, what the fuck's going on none of the characters learn anything they could have like, the, the one thing that kind of came through was his love of Natalie Portman, who's just so beautiful. Oh, my God. I just want to <laughs> I for, I was on her face. Jesus. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, uh, oh, you threw me off. I was, I was, like, halfway through the movie before I was like, oh, yeah, she was in Star Wars. She was Queen Amidala. She sure was. She was kind of, and, and I hate to be all Freudian, uh, but a little bit of a, a pedo there. Because she was Queen Amidala. She met Anakin, who's an eight-year-old boy. No, he was nine and she was 15. Yeah, but come on. That's actually not that bad. Because, like, when when he was when in, in Attack of the Clones, he's, like, 17 or 18, and she was, like, 23. Which isn't... Uh... I, I'm more concerned with when he was, like... So I just killed a bunch of kids. Yeah. And she's like, oh, Anakin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's so moody. He's so moody. <laughs> I forgot that... Padme, uh, I killed a bunch of kids again. Did you ever see Black Swan? Yes. She was great in that. I saw that with my mom. Ugh. And she has that lesbian scene with Mila Kunis. She sure does. I wouldn't want to watch that no, with my mom. Yeah, it was, it was really weird. It was very weird. Um, I, I, uh, I like that... I think I liked this movie more now, having seen all the other movies. Mm -hmm. Also, um, mild spoiler, but Kat Dennings comes back um, in WandaVision. Yeah. So, like, last night before I watched Thor The Dark World, I watched the newest episode of WandaVision, which is phenomenal. And then Kat Dennings was in it, and she her character, like, really? has, like, a really fun arc. And, and she was playing the same character. She's playing Darcy. Wow. Well, sorry, Dr. Lewis, Ooh. because it's like 10 years later from oh. Thor the... Because Thor the Dark World's in 2020, 2013, and Endgame is five years after, so it's in like 2025-ish. The Marvel Universe is like five years ahead of ours because of the time jump. Oh, okay. So in that time period, she becomes a doctor of wow. astrophysics, which is neat. I like love that for her character. Really? Yeah, and she's like, she's still... Playing, like, the same kind of fun character, but she's, like, 
you know, it's like 10 years later and it's like so much fun. I was like, oh, this is, this makes her being in the other movies more fun for me. Okay. Because this, this movie is the last movie she was in. She's oh, not really? in Ragnarok. Really? And I don't think Portman None is. of this. Uh, you're, well, you'll see tomorrow, but none yeah. of the side characters make it through Ragnarok. Okay. Yeah, I was surprised too because I thought Natalie Portman and Kat Dennings wouldn't be in this one. Did you hear... This is another thing that I got because this is also Natalie Portman's last Marvel flick before her brief cameo in Endgame. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's coming back... You told me... To play Thor. Thor. Yeah. Girl Thor. Because in the comics... Um, in the comics, Thor, uh, oh my god, it's so complicated. I'm not even gonna get into it. Thor goes off and does some shit. And, like, becomes unworthy. And then, uh, Jane Foster gets, like, aggressive cancer. And then she gets the hammer. And they they have this kind of story beat where when she's got the hammer, she's, you know, all the powers of Thor. And she's yeah. healthy and powerful. But as soon as she lets go of it, she's... she goes, like, back to cancer and really? it undoes all of her chemo. Wow. And it's like this, like, every time she uses the hammer, it gets, like, worse. <laughs> it's a really interesting story. I don't know how much of that they're going to adopt. Mm-hmm. But it's it's really cool. And I'm just excited she's coming back because I think they have, like, a fun uh, chemistry. She's awesome. More, than, more in this one than the last one. In the last one, it felt, like, weird. Yeah, there was... I remember in the first Thor, they were, they were driving in the van and there was that scene where it's, like... The Jim and Pam moment, but it felt like two robots who are like, <laughs> bop boop, romantic dialogue, beep, sarcasm, beep boop, bop boop. Would you like to listen to a Celine Dion? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But here, so okay, so I mean, do, do we really have to like go scene through scene? No, please let's not. Okay, so <laughs> I, I I noticed it started same way. Um, Sir Anthony Hopkins. Oh yeah, just sleeping his way through. Yeah, a, a North Norse mythology. <laughs> Trillions of Trillions years of ago, years. the dark elves of Asgard. Darkness, dark elves, darkness. Dude, there were two, dark. There were two times in this movie dark. where he yelled, yes. and I loved it. Where Loki, what what did Loki? Loki was like, hey me me me, and he's like, I am not your father. And it was like, damn, bro, that's Hannibal Lecter. And he's like... And what was the one he yells at Thor? And th- he's like, how many more soldiers will he throw at them, father? And he's like, as many as it takes! As many as it takes! Ha! Ha! I'm Sir he, Anthony Hopkins! Yeah, he was I was great. knighted by the queen! Was, oh, here's why my dad told me Sir Anthony Hopkins, he's he's a serious painter, too. Is he? He has like um. Somewhere in like Chicago or somewhere. Of course he He does. has like a gallery. Like imagine how seriously he must take himself. He's, he's <laughs> Sir Anthony Hopkins. And then someone was like, we want you to be in this ridiculous comic book movie. And he was probably like, no, I'm a serious actor. And I think like, he's, he probably does it. He, he I'm sure has grandchildren. Yeah. That's like what, what all actors are like. Well, you know. No, it fucked the grandchildren. They were like, we will pay you $18 million to be in this movie. Probably also that. And he's like, okay, fine. But he's also been in some dumb shit. Like what? I, other, I, this can't be the only, I mean, well, he was in Westworld, which is also sci-fi. Oh, I haven't, sh- I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. Yeah, it's like, uh, you go into a, Westworld is, um, you go into like a, a theme park made full of robots, which is the Wild West, and you can like murder and. And have sex with them and stuff, but because they're because they're robots, and then like he's like 
the the progenitor of the park, and he's all like whoa, creepy whoa, and stuff. Whoa, 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 whoa! What's a progenitor? Like the father inventor. He oh. like in, helped <laughs> invent the code of the robots, and like they look like people, and then like maybe they're alive, but like also you know watch the show. But the first season was dope. But it's they're all cowboys. They're cowboy robots. Yeah, because you're like you go in and you like it's. It's like the old west. So you like show up in a saloon and you're you can do whatever you want. You mm-hmm. want to rob a train, you can do that. Do you want to fight like do you want to go and whore your way through? So okay, all right. So it's like Jurassic Park but for cowboys. So so did you, did you ever play Red Dead yeah. Redemption? So it's like that, but if you were alive. I I just there's something about that world, the cowboy domain that just really doesn't excite me. I I get it. I yeah. You know? I feel that way about a lot of stuff. Like what? Samurais. I don't care. I think samurais are cooler. They get swords and shit. I don't care though. Like I it just doesn't Okay, there are a few there are a few things where I like don't care. Um deserts, I just I've never been interested in a book where it the main play like the setting is a desert or a desert planet or a, What about Tatooine? I I can't wait for them to leave. Yeah, it's I true. I don't know what it is about. Like, even even like um that episode with the sandworm, which ostensibly I should have loved because I like the movie Tremors. Yeah. I, I think it's one of the best movies. Uh I was still just like, ugh. Sand. I me and yeah. Anakin, we agree. You hate sand. We hate <laughs> sand. It's so coarse. It just gets <laughs> everywhere. And then we awkwardly touch your shoulder. I, I will say Star Wars, like I love the idea they go to all these planets and there's all this different shit. Why the fuck do they have to go to Tatooine? Every fucking show, <laughs> every movie, it's like, oh, we're going to head out to this planet on the outer rim. It's called Tatooine. <laughs> and it's like, bro, come on. Like, go, go to a fucking... And then if they're not there, they're like, we're, we're going to go to a planet that looks just like Hoth, but it's, it's a little bit warmer. All right, we we don't need to get into how you hate the Last Jedi. I I moving on. Yeah, uh, I don't I don't care for samurai stories. I don't like you know when it just I, doesn't hook you and you're like I don't I don't care. Like I've played like a bunch of them because that was like the trend this year was every game was a samurai game. Yeah, and I just it's just like <laughs> it doesn't grab you. Yeah, because it's I don't, I I don't know why. Maybe it's because I'm racist. Yeah, you know, I didn't want to say it, but you read my mind. I, I just think. like, I mean, I I like, like, knights. I'm really knights? into, like, medieval stuff. I like the future. I like, like, Future's space cool. stuff. Future's cool. I, if it's, like, space samurai, I'm more interested. Okay. But even then, I don't know. Space is cool. I'm trying You know, to- I will say, I do enjoy, like, a lot of anime, if it isn't. Um, those specific, like if it's an anime about samurais, I don't care. But if it's an anime about like knights or dragons or something, I'm like I'm more in, I'm more invested in this. They make animes about knights and dragons. Sure, or like like name one. Full of Metal Alchemist has like a living suit of armor. That's it. You consider that like a knight, like a medieval knight? Well, I mean, he's a living suit of armor. I just mean, like, the aesthetic. I just don't, like, a guy in a kimono, it's just not as exciting to me as a guy in, like, plate mail. And, like, even, like, the aesthetic of their, like, I get why they crafted them, but, like, the bamboo 
platey. I it's just I'm like I want I like the metal guy who fights like a giant. I also like Japanese and, and uh, Asian dragons aren't as cool to me because they're like wise that's pretty racist they're like no they're like wise giant snakes with no wings and like i like the medieval dragon because it's fat and it lives on gold and it just breathes fire and junk wow that's that's pretty like western chauvinist of you sure i really like if we're talking about like fictional worlds that grab i think batman like gotham city you like gothic then i like yeah like also that. don't like that which oh. is european so I'm not racist. I just I just only like four times. Well, well, you also said that you you hated. Ooh, do like I do like ancient Greece. That's not Western. Well, I guess it's the sort of the birthplace. Oh, that's of like yeah, society. dude. That's the birthplace of classical Western. Damn. Society. Yeah. Hold on. Let me think. I. No. Meh. Ooh, I really like Pacific Island stuff. I like when they're on. I like any. I liked um, Moana. <laughs> yeah, I knew you were gonna say that. I knew you were gonna bring that up. That's the one movie you've seen that took place on a Pacific island. No. <laughs> <laughs> I like. I like The Rock. He's the movie with Sean Connery. Well, the, yeah, but I also like the, the wrestler. Actor. He's is he like. The world's he's most pa- successful actor. He's who's... like Pacific Islander. Yeah, he's um, Samoan. Yeah, he. But uh, I think that's different than saying like I like I enjoy this environment and this culture. I mean, yeah, like, but my... I like this one guy, and he represents all of them. No, okay, well, yeah, that was pretty racist. <laughs> I I just mean like if it's a movie set on like. On the rock, the actor on his chest, his Uh, biceps. Well, first of all, I would absolutely watch that movie. Yeah, I would watch that too. But if it's a movie set out in the ocean or near islands or like they were. Name a a single movie besides Moana. Waterworld. Um. Um, hold on. There was that Lilo and Stitch. You are putting me on this. I love Lilo and Stitch. That was a good movie. That was my favorite Disney movie. It was a good movie. Favorite I will give movie. you that. I won't give you the Iron Giant. I will give you Lilo and Stitch. Though. I love those movies. Yeah. Um, so that's two. Both uh, Disney. So both written by white people. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. I re- so oopsies. So you like? So you don't like Arkham? Or or, or what, what's that city called? Gotham City. No. And you also, if I remember a couple of months ago, you said you hated the way Nightmare Before Christmas looks. I do, yeah. So you really don't like... Ooh, I really love um, uh, Native American, pretty much all uh, all of them. Because there's so many different ones. But they're all very cool. That all the culture. That, all the different cultures. Yeah. Like, if they set a movie there, or... I've, I really enjoy... I, I grew up... Um, I took a lot of history classes, because I had... Um, some teachers that were natives, and uh, they in the Mohegan tribe. So I mm-hmm. like got to visit, and that casino pays I, a lot. I, I, to... I knew you were gonna bring up the casino. Well, that's where their land is. Yeah, that's, I I didn't fucking build it. They I did. I'm just, I'm just and they have like a museum there that's really cool. Really? And I, so a lot of the teachers did you in my ever... high school. Wait, so you lived in Connecticut, right? Yeah. Did you ever go to? There was that town that had like they had the Pilgrim settlement. And then the Native American settlement. Yeah. I forget it was called. Did you go there? Um, I think I lived next to that town. Dude. Wait, the Salem or... Yeah, it was, so, it was something like... 
No, like, that's a different one. Like Plymouth, but or like what, what, I, I they would there. like reenact all that shit. Remember? Yeah, I lived. That might have been in my town. Hold on, I know the name. I camped there a lot as a Boy Scout. I yeah. can't remember the name of it. It was like a house. Yeah, it's like a really old timey house. No, it was like these like two settlements and like. Like, you would go, and they would, like, live and, like, be in character. Like, it was the 1600s and shit. Yeah, that might have been... In, I'm, I, I legitimately think that was in the town I grew up in. But I can't remember the name of it because of the brain damage. Dude. And I remember we went into, like, this one woman's house. She was, like, making, like, the... Oh, wait, no, you're thinking of, uh, of the... Are you thinking of the like the functioning town? Yeah, it was like a functioning town. No, that's in town. Massachusetts. Yeah, oh, okay. That's right. called... Uh, Something like Plymouth? No, Plymouth Rock is where the fucking... Is, is a rock. Yeah, it's a yeah I know, rock. I know. But it was... It which was I've a, also been to. Yeah. It's which, very warm Which, down. first of all, isn't even the fucking Plymouth Rock they landed at. No, of course not. Because it's bullshit. It's this stupid rock in Boston Harbor <laughs> that says, This is Plymouth Rock. What was... Oh, my God. What I, Do you know what town I'm talking I about? I do. I went there a bunch for, like, Christmas and stuff with with my ex. Oh, they have, like... Darn it! Chris... They have, like, the functioning, like, yeah, the I pilgrim know. town, and then you go and, like, the Native Americans have their little thing. Yeah, I know. It's called, um... Maybe people in the chat are yelling it. No. And I remember... I remember we went... And, you know, the Native Americans showed us, like, you know, this is this is how we build fires, this is how we hunt. And I asked the dumbest question in the history of questions. I said, where do you guys go to the bathroom? <laughs> it's st- someone, someone got it right. It's Sturbridge Village. Sturbridge! Yeah, Sturbridge, Sturbridge Village. Massachusetts. Yeah. Nailed it. Yeah. Somebody said I had generic white guy interests. It's true. I don't know. A generic white guy interests are Vikings, Spartans, um, and pirates, which is what Ubisoft makes. That's really? what generic white guy. See, interests I'm just are. thinking now of this. I just think Norse. Oh, granted, we are watching Thor too. Yeah. Um, that that's generic white guy interests. Not being interested, and also being interested in samurai shit is, is pretty generic, generic white, white boy guy. Interest. Yeah, I do have to say. It's weird how many white dudes are like, I just love Japanese culture. It is. It's so bizarre. It's pretty... Like, it's, they, like, make it their whole... I. It's so weird that it's just Japanese yeah. culture. They're not like... I, it's not Chinese. You never meet someone who's like, Korean. I'm just really into Tibetan culture. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why it's specifically Japan. Not... China or yeah. or Taiwan yeah. or Korea. It's just it's you know what because it's they even got a name. They're called weebs, weeaboos. Weebs, yeah. And I there's always I hate I don't think to there's say a name it. for like being really into Korean. Although it's K-pop, 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 BTS, yeah. But they don't. That's like a newer, yeah. And that's not like being into Korean culture. So because there's people that are like, I just want to be Japanese, yeah. I find it weird when anyone's into, like, super duper into a culture and it comes across like they're trying to skate the culture they came from. Does that I, make sense? It does. I I have a theory that I almost don't want to say because I feel like if I'm wrong, it'll seem racist. Go for it. I, <laughs> I think that there's some misogyny in Japanese culture. I think we can say that. Hold on, let me get my burrito. Uh wow. What a what a what a point to to end on, to pause on 
Very. Let's see what everyone in the uh, group chat is saying. Sturbridge, there's a lot of hyper-masculinity. My parents and I went to Sturbridge. I saw George Washington at Starbucks all the time. How many of these old-timey towns are there anyway? They're talking about Steven Seagal. I don't know what... I do not... What kind of burrito did you get? I got a vegetarian burrito. Oh, yeah. Did you guys know Patrick's a vegetarian? They they fucking should. Why? I let's let's dissect that. Why? We really just not want to talk about Thor two. I no, I mean we'll get to it. I think it's really funny that most of our episode has just been us not talking about. Thor I mean two. you know it's been it's been the thread that's been weaving this conversation more sure. or less. I mean I can't I can't offhand tell you one thing that happened in that movie. <laughs> I can't either. I mean I'm I can't struggling to take notes. I like. Normally when I watch movies for this, I try to really focus, right? But for this one, I was just like, let's see what's going on on my phone every five minutes. But it wasn't bad. It really wasn't bad. It's really not a bad movie. It's like a medium movie. Yeah. But I I do think it really suffered from not having an interesting villain. Oh my god, he's so forgettable. He's so, like, what's even his name? Malekith. Malekith. I do think his one henchman was kind of cool. His his hulky henchman? Yeah. Uh, why do you have to be black? Why did you have to sacrifice the one black guy? Why did you have to point that out and be it racist? Was just, it just felt odd that they're like, the one black elf is the one they, who has to yeah. sacrifice himself. Well, also, they all had dreadlocks and spoke in, like, Jamaican accents. <laughs> I didn't notice that. Really? Did you notice that all of Vanaheim was Asian? So remember when you were yeah, mad about yeah, how they called him Jackie Chan? Yeah, yeah. Now he's an elf. I don't yeah. know if that's problematic. Yeah. I also felt like with this movie, they were just like, we want to film a movie in London. And they just, that's why they <laughs> said it there. Which is like, fine, I guess. Why are you microwaving your burrito? It's not hot? It's not hot enough, Gene. They didn't serve it hot? It showed up cold. Are you gonna eat it? Well, are you gonna say something? Are you gonna put something on Yelp or something? What? I I don't know. You on a blast? I I don't I don't know. I mean, like you paid for it. Dude, you... It's just like sometimes your burrito shows up cold. It's, you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna. It's a you're pandemic. not gonna. You're not gonna Karen. <laughs> I'm not gonna Karen my way. All right, all right. So my my thought process is okay. Is that some of Japanese culture I've noticed in passing seems a tad misogynistic, especially like animes, the way that they portray women, and it's it like a lot of like um, subservience, subservience, and there's a lot of TNA, and there's like every team has like oh here's the big breasted dumb one, and mm-hmm. here's like the little girl who's secretly a fifteen thousand year old dragon, so it's okay to fetishize her, yeah, and here's the the smart one with glasses. Right. And it's like each one fits a trope of like, ah, mm, sexy for a man. Okay. Uh, the male gaze, if you will. Yeah. And it it feels like the culture <laughs> is like, it's cool to have like subservient women who like, mm-hmm. and I think that if you're like, of a certain persuasion of man, yeah, um, you might fetishize the idea of like, oh, I'm going to go be, I'm going to go to this culture where, where they, I'll have, yeah, yeah. A woman who does all the blah, blah, blah. Like, they fetishize the idea of the misogynistic parts of the culture that, like, resonate with them. Yeah. And 
I, that's my that's my takeaway. I I think you have a good point there because the guys who are obsessed with Japanese culture tend to be like nerdy beta males here. Let's not use the outdated alpha beta nonsense. <sighs> the, okay, they're uh, cucks for like <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm sorry. Okay, whatever. They're soy boys. Uh, the, whatever. So they're nerdier, <laughs> right? Soy boys. And and I think it is this sort of like this sort of power fetish of like if they lived in Japan, they would have some type of power or status that they don't have here. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Dead air. All right. Yeah, yeah. So But then like at the same token, why isn't there like why is no one like mm, Saudi Arabia? Yeah, well, I was thinking that too. Why don't why why not fetishize other hyper? I mean, because it's like a lot of hyper masculinity that they're looking for, you know, Vikings and yeah. But like, why not be like mm, rich Saudi Arabian oil mogul? Maybe because that's a more unattainable lifestyle than just being a white guy in Japan. Yeah, and and I think there's so much there's so much like. Uh, manufactured alienation between U.S. Western culture and Islamic culture. Mm. Right? Whereas, like, Japan... Like, the Japan-Western link is a little more... You know... uh, Like, our culture's like... They they love rock music and, and, like, we share a lot in common, right? There's also probably not as many... Saudi Arabian cartoons with big-breasted anime bitches. Yeah, well, their culture is super, like, very, like... It's, like, super orthodox religious. That's true. Well, I mean, Japan is, like, hyper-conservative. They won't even show... Really? Their porn doesn't even have wieners in it. It has tentacles. No, it has, like, blocked-off... They, like, they don't show genitals in a lot of their porn. Well, they just... They censor, like, their porn. Really? A lot of it, yeah. You've never... You've never partaken? I've never... You've never jerked off to big titty anime girls? I... (laughs) Are you even an American? I did. So in middle school, we played this... We found this game. This was like in the Newgrounds era, right? Of the internet. (laughs) We found this like anime game where you have to like date this girl and like treat her right. Like put in all this work and like say the right thing, but don't come on too strong. Played it for like two hours, and at the end, you get to finger her for thirty seconds. I swear to God, this is a real game. I, I'm not laughing because I don't believe you. And it was the most realistic dating simulator ever because it's like we had to like it was me and my two friends, and we like really like sweet talk this woman. We treated her well. We bought her gifts, but we didn't come across too strong. We got, like, a good job. We, like, you know, met her parents. And at the end, you, you, you get to finger her for 30 seconds. It was great. Yep, those are how those games work. Yeah, they're, they're dude. Not that was the most realistic fucking thing, dude. They still make those, buddy. You could get one right now. Yeah, but I don't I don't know if I'm ready for that. I'm not, I'm not ready for a video game anime girlfriend. I don't know. <laughs> they have, like, whole VR... Things where you like marry your waifu wife, wife really, wife. dude? What, how, why, if you're gonna do that, just might as well just like do do the real thing, right? 
I was sipping on my water, yeah, so I, I didn't tell. respond. I could tell. I can't wait. This is gonna. This episode's gonna have very minimal editing. Yeah, because I have to do it, and I'm lazy. Yeah, you are. So I might not edit it at all. No, go for it. We might just drop it at midnight. No, no, we're gonna do it. On we're Tuesday. gonna do it on Tuesday. Tuesday. Okay. Don't Tuesday. get him excited. Yeah. Do you still want to yell at Kevin Zach as if it was his fault? Yeah, uh, well, I do want to just... Ever- Ugh, Kevin Zach, can you just, like, take out all the yeah, bits that exactly. aren't good? Take out all the dead air. Take out all the parts where Patrick talks. Oh, how dare you? <laughs> so All I'll- right, Kevin Zach. Take out all the parts where Gene talks. <laughs> yeah, how about That's that? That's like 10% of the podcast. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> so, all right, I guess we do... I guess we should talk about this movie a little bit. I don't care. I mean... First of all, uh, I, it, you know... Oh, I got caught drinking water. I, it, never again. Wh- oh, oh, why? You don't want people to yell at you? Too bad. You know what? Why don't I, before we get into this movie, with this classic piece of American cinema, can you, just, can you just briefly describe your experience with this person who told you to drink water? Hmm? The, you said you made a video about not drinking water. Yeah. And then you got yelled at because <laughs> I got yelled. I got yelled at for every video. Yeah. I every video I make. Uh, can I finish my burrito? Okay. All right. All right. Just fill the space. So we watched Thor to the Dark World. Uh, it was released in uh, 2016. I'm guessing. Thirteen. Thirteen. Uh, it took place after Avengers. They yes. referenced it. Uh, and, um, it was, uh, film. It was about an hour and 52 minutes. Um, it took place, uh, in the dark world. (laughs) I I don't know what to say, Patrick! I don't know how to yes and! I didn't drop out of Eastern Connecticut twice! So it, you know, it starts off with Anthony Hopkins. You have a film degree. <laughs> yeah, for writing, okay, not speaking. I, um... I'm so glad. <laughs> I'm so glad that we do this podcast. Wait, do you, do you remember a couple weeks ago you said we should do solo episodes? Mm-hmm. Do you still want to do that? I can, obviously. I can fill space. You, I did. As soon as I'm like, take the wheel, Gene, you're like, I've never been in front of people before. Well, what, the, what the fuck would you do if I said, Pat, take the wheel? I would just start monologuing. I'm very good at it. I don't know if you're aware, Gene, but I used to do stand-up comedy. That's where we met. And it's you do it by yourself. You go up on the stage. I like that you think that you're proving something here. You aren't. You I'm filling the space. Asshole. I don't. Do you know? Okay. All right, Mister Mister Charming. Wanna, although over here. to be fair, your stand-up was largely two minutes of you like pumping yourself up and being like, "Give I, it up! I give know. it up for your hosts! Dude, give it up for the concept of breathing! I know. Give, give it up! Give it up for yourselves, I, dude! And it's funny when I do Zoom shows. <laughs> when I do Zoom shows, I'm like, "Give it up for yourselves for coming after your computer! Come on! Come on!" This, Come on, dude. Comedy, am I right? Oh my god, are we are we all I was nervous, Pat, okay? Sorry I'm not a born thespian. I had to earn this. I worked hard to be this. In the war. In the war. <laughs> of both real war and In theater. Arts, yeah. The, the war of art. I don't know. The I just real don't war. I don't it, 
I can't be funny. When, <laughs> like, I, I have to work so hard at it. You know? Yeah. Like, like when you're like, hey, I'm going to finish this burrito. Be funny. I'm like, huh? But then, but then I'm like, oh, you, oh, you think it's easy? And then you're like, well, I'm this charming, and it just oozes from you. It just oozes from you. <laughs> like all I can ever be is like a a, a sidekick. Yeah, that's why I have you here. I yeah. wouldn't want two yeah. really funny hosts. Yeah, that would suck. <laughs> God, because then they'd just be battling over each other. No, the key is to get a real. I will say, um, there there is a lot of it's not easy to be a straight man. It's sometimes whoa, harder whoa, to be a straight okay, man. Okay, Richard Spencer over here. I'm not saying I'm the straight man. You're the straight man, dummy. I was complimenting Wait, do you. Wait, you mean straight like heterosexual? No, like the straight oh. man in a comedy duo where one is over uh, the top and the uh, other one's more uh, restrained. I thought you were go- about That's to a go difficult on a men's job. right rant. What the? Have you? You are a comedian. <laughs> and like anytime I I'm fucking with you. A term from comedy, you're like, I've never I know what before. a straight man is. Like the... The Lorax. Lor- the Laurel to the, the Hardy. Lax, the Lorax. Or the guy, the guy who's like... Who's a, no nailing not, this? Not the guy who's like who's on first, but the guy who's like these baseball players have weird names today. <laughs> one of those two is the straight man. Nailed it. You couldn't get either. All right, one just of finish. Them. Finish with your. The burrito's long gone. Yeah, I should I eat these chips. Yeah, you know what's funny is that at well, first of all, what I was gonna say was this is why I love being a therapist because I say talk. And then they talk, and then once every, like, five minutes, I'm like, have you thought about this? And then they just talk more. (laughs) Right? I mean, it's... (laughs) You are the worst! You're the worst! I drove... I had my mom drive me up here. I've been in severe leg pain all week. I got a shot. In my spine slash ass yesterday, just so I'd be in good enough shape to come up here and have you just eat chips over me and be like, here, take the wheel. Take the wheel, bro. Ugh, I'm Gene. I only need to talk for like 10% of the podcast. All right, buddy, go crazy. It's, ha, I don't know what to say. It's the best part. I know. I know. I'm just sitting here giving you space. I know. And I'm and drowning. Every, every time, I'm drowning I, every time I stop talking, you I are like, I don't, know, I don't know what to do with this. I drowned because I never did improv. <laughs> or at least I, I forgot about that period of my life. So I'll never forget about improv. Really? No, it's the most fun and worst thing ever. It's, 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 it's improv. Improv is like. This amazing, profound thing that's mostly awful. Yeah. It, it, I, it, when it's good, I, I did it for like a year and I saw like two good performances and I will <laughs> never forget those. And then everything else was like, it was like watching children on a playground. It, it can be uncomfortable. Yeah. It was I feel like it's even more like you. I've seen a lot of bad stand up, like yeah. a lot. Oh yeah. my god! Yeah, enough bad stand up to fill a lifetime, and uh, it doesn't. It do, nothing comes even close to bad improv. No. Like bad stand up is just like, oh, this sucks. Yeah, and it sucks for that guy, and that's kind of awkward. 
and sometimes it's painful. Yeah. But when like five people are on a stage and and they're all just drowning and pulling everybody else down with them and and the desperation yeah. that oozes out of them Ooh. and you're just like, ah, oh, yeah. I watched yeah. like a 15 minute unfunny scene. Like they just didn't wipe, they didn't change anything. They were like, we're at a Walmart and they stayed in that fucking Walmart for 15 and no one had anything uh, to do yeah. <laughs> it was just the worst yeah yeah that's 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 pretty r- i i don't know though because i've seen like bad improv I, I i have to disagree i think bad bad stand-up is it 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 Bad improv is bad and you're like, you should all quit and and like go home and just like live the rest of your lives as accountants. But bad stand-up is like, <laughs> it destroys my faith in humanity. <laughs> it, it, it's like, it's so, it's so, it's so like, because you know what it is? You are just seeing the full ugliness of human delusion displayed so nakedly in front of you that like (laughs) this person is so in denial about how horrendous they are and they are just torturing a room full of people who are so they're at the knife's point of this self-delusion and it's like it's violence that's what it is it's (laughs) violence and Oh, I just enjoy listening to you. Yeah, what you? Oh, it and then and then having to and then going to an open mic and seeing that like three times in a row and you're just it, it's enough. It's like I'm just I'm I'm so glad I don't have to do that right now. I'm so glad. I'm so glad. And like it's traumatizing. It's there's, traumatizing. There's just something insane about I. I I will say when there's more than one person going on a stage, uh, it it feels more purposeful. Mm-hmm. Like this needs to happen almost. Yeah. Like okay, this team goes and then that team goes. It's a show, whatever. But an open mic, and I will I will also say that open or the, all the improv like jams as they call them I've been to were pretty fun because they clip along. Yep. So even if something's terrible. It's usually like a good improver. Like one time I was watching like a really bad scene where just two really uncomfortable people and this very uh, veteran of the of the game came out and was like, all right, cut. Great scene, everybody. But like in the moment they were pretending we were on a porn set <laughs> and then like another guy came out and pretended to be holding a boom nice. and it like immediately made it fun. Yeah. And it was like, oh, the awkwardness was... Was because it's porn. Yeah. Aha! Yeah, and it like yeah. saved the scene. Yep. And like you don't... Nobody ever saves the scene in, in, in stand-up. Stand up, no. And if they do, it's probably someone in the crowd who is who has now made <sighs> it worse. Because if somebody in the crowd saves it for you, you're fucked. Yeah. Because now they have all the power. Oh, man. And you know what I'm talking about. Somebody's just like... The worst is when somebody up there is just like, Man, you know what? you know who sucks... This this minority, yeah, and everyone's oh. like, and you and everyone's like, I don't want to be involved with this, no. and they're just and they'll like point to someone and be like, you know what I'm talking about, and then the person will go, no, 
and everyone's and still get laugh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, oh God. It's always so off. At women, am I right? Yeah. We're like, no, you are not right. Oh, dude. And like, the, I guess. I also hate that the instinct of every new comic is to tread the same boring old ground of like, I was so I was fucking this girl. Oh, yeah. It's like, I don't want to hear what you think is a crazy sex story. Oh, it's... Because, or like, oh, we're now we're just talking. Uh, uh, <laughs> There, there's like five new comics. There's like the girl who's like, I'm really good at storytelling. And it's like a one minute story. They stretch to five minutes. Yeah. yeah. And they bring like 19 of their friends that are all yeah. hysterically yeah. laughing. And you're mm. like, oh. Yeah. You get, that makes me so mad because I know that person isn't going to pursue stand up. But they have but more they, friends than you ever will. Well, that. <laughs> and they get to walk away being like, oh, I fucking crushed. Yeah. yeah I tried yeah. stand up once. It went great. And it's yeah. like, of course it went great. You brought like 25 of your sorority friends. sisters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That doesn't count. Yeah. We're back in the yeah phase. I'm so. Gene. Well, stop being so fucking agreeable then. <laughs> You dick. Gene, Gene, we've been off for two weeks and Gene's forgotten all his notes. I gotta get my Your yeah, hands, yeah, you. yeah's out. Oh, I'm you? sorry if I'm a little cold. Are you cold? Do you want to put no, on a sweatshirt? I'm not. I'm I, not. I just don't know what to do with my hands. I'm fuck, we're fucking live streaming Mr. Kimono. You, you wanted to do that. I know. It's the most fun part so that we have real, real-time people telling us how great we are. At this point, I'll be here for none of the podcasts where they talk about the movie. Gene yelling, Gene at Mike, Pat misogyny, Gene gives up, a point, bet. Wait, yeah. what? I don't, I don't. We'll get to the movie, okay? We'll fucking get to the movie. No one has seen this movie. Why, what, are, what do you mean Pat's misogyny? <laughs> Dude, you have a lot of internalized misogyny. Do I? No. <laughs> well, I mean, we all do, but not I know I have some. I didn't think it was else. like a defining yeah. characteristic. Well, you were kind of like, you know... Uh, let me tell you the five new types of comics. The one girl with all her friends who laugh at everything they say. Okay, would you like What's me to say with... more? Then there's then there's the uh, the group of fantasy football guys, and yeah. then one of them lost fantasy football, and then he goes up and just tells an unfunny story, and all his bros are like, "Yeah, man, this is fucking amazing." Mm-hmm. And also, the guy who loses is always the guy that was gonna try stand up anyway. Anyway, yeah. And it's like, oh, I don't care. Yeah. Oh, and then oh, here's here's a non-misogynistic one. Then there, the one, and it, but it still pisses me off is the woman who comes up and is instantly funny. But how how a, is that not misogynistic? Because like I fuck you, you have to work hard to be funny. You don't get to out of the gate be amazing. They're usually lesbians. Oh, too. what women just can't can't be. How often, do, how often do you go to an open mic and you see a dude who it's his first time and and they're like and you're just like wow this is like unbelievable. I've seen it a couple of times. Have you seen more lesbians do it? Because I have. I think I think lesbians definitely have a pretty good like lesbians might be funnier average. than men. Uh, I, yeah, I can't think of a. Uh, like a painfully unfunny lesbian, right? Comic. I can't. I buys don't count. I'm talking pure lesbians. Okay, now you're you're doing bi erasure. I sure am. You're erasing. No, buys are a different. There's a different quality there's to, different to bisexual there's comedy. Vibe. Yeah. I I, I <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I can only really think of one les. Eh, 
two that you don't find funny. No, no, no just in general. Lesbian oh, I know, comics. I know a lot of lesbian, but I, I'm probably in the queer spaces more than you are. Oh, is that? Yeah, because you're a dumb old straight. I am. You're both the straight man and a straight man. You know what pisses me off is I, I get lumped in a lot with these like straight white like. <laughs> that's because you're. That's what your comedy is a lot of the time. But but it's it, it's high energy and it's masculine, but it's not. I don't think it's like shitty because I'm never like <laughs> never like I was fucking this girl and she was like I'm not having fun and I was like. Women are people, am I right? High five. Oh, Natty White, am I right? What's up? Trump 2024. <laughs> I mean, is that my com- I don't think that's my comedy. I've been to... You know, one guy told me, he said, Gene, I thought of a great dick joke for you, but you're too, your comedy's too highbrow. Yeah, you're, I mean, you're highbrow than dick jokes, sure. Yeah. I mean, I'm doing Sometimes. fucking... I'm Sometimes. Doing fucking, you're t- your Twitter goes back and forth between oh, like my Twitter's not my comedy. <laughs> my my Twitter is my diary. Your Twitter, I'm just like, Jesus, there is a there's an angry man inside him. Dude, but just, it's it's just screaming to punch people in the face. Oh my But it's ne- it's always like a it's always music related anyways. It's never like I don't I don't know. I'm what? I'm worried about this chat. They're all ch- they're all chatting about me. What are they saying? They're um Keep digging that hole. Oof. Oh, good. That's good. Bye doesn't count. Yeah, see, they got mad at me for the Oh, bro. It's a different quality of comedy. That'd be... (sighs) I don't know, Pat. You've crossed several lines tonight. I didn't say that buys aren't funny. I didn't... I just said they don't have the You literally just said buys aren't funny. You did proceed it by saying I didn't say, but... (laughs) (laughs) But all I heard was buys aren't funny. I was just saying that I, first of all, I don't know as many bisexual comedians as I know lesbian comedians. Really? I feel like I, I feel like I know way more bisexual comedians than lesbian comedians. I feel like, are there more bisexuals than lesbians? I need a, I need statistics. I would, I would venture to say that New York probably has more bisexual. Well, cause then you could be a dude or a lady and be a bisexual. You can only be a lady and be a bisexual, or a lesbian. And then also me. Are you saying men can't be lesbians? I, I think you have to be adopted in. Uh. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not I'm not gonna agree I don't mean or like, disagree. I mean, like, I don't mean trans. I mean, like men. Not the trans. Okay. Oh, I've dug a hole. Now you are getting <laughs> really problematic. I'm like, I mean, like cis men. There, there's the terminology I want. Cis men. Can't be lesbians unless unless I think they're adopted in. And then adopted some, 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 in? Yeah, some are like honorary, I think. Some people say that Chris Hemsworth is an honorary lesbian. I've seen that. What? I don't know. Who some, said that? Some lesbians! And of all people, Chris, the guy who plays Thor? Yeah, he's a, he's a good looking lady. He's got a lady hair. What? Sometimes. Get that awful wig in the first movie. What? The wig is that better in this one. That guy's an honorary lesbian? I've heard that. Not like, not someone more hip or that's I don't I mean, <laughs> that's you know, I, I guess. By the way, there was a scene in this movie where I wrote down in my journal. I wrote the gay porn scene. I would also like to point out that I'm neurodivergent. So anytime I say something wrong and then correct myself, you're ableist. 
if you think I'm problematic. Uh, there, I'm gonna hide behind that. I don't know. It's a shield that I'll never put down. I, I don't know. If oh, I'm so sorry that I. I'm so sorry that I, I. I see the world in a different way with my beautiful fractured brain. Where do Where do you draw the line with that? I have no idea. Wherever yeah. it most benefits me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Whatever in whatever way it allows me to always be right and never receive the consequences to my own actions. See, here's 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 where I think you get in trouble is cuz you talk about these things but you have like I feel like a nervousness that you're going to offend someone, right? Well, because I fair? do constantly. But wait, but but if you got a nervousness, it's a deep-seated knowing that no matter what I say, it's going to piss someone off. But here's the difference is when I talk about these things and it's definitely not problematic is that <laughs> <laughs> I, Fuck you. You are positioning wait, yourself in this bastion of purity. Hold on. I go in with the I don't know a lot about this. Here's what I've heard. Correct me if I'm wrong. And if you go in with that attitude, then people can't get mad at you because you're like, I I'm just saying what I what I've heard. This is what I think. But I feel like you're a little more like, I know this, but maybe I don't. I have I have tone problems because tone yeah because well for one that's like a that's a neurodivergent thing of course mm-hmm. I have tone problems mm-hmm. and. I'm also, I have, like, word choice problems. Like, a lot of the things I'm trying to say aren't problematic. I just choose the wrong words. Yeah. Well, I want to go back. Like, like two episodes ago when I said... bearing women. No! You That's your problem! I I was going to go with when I said a black and a Jew. (laughs) When was that? When we were doing the, the... I was trying to say a nice thing. I was like, it's a good day. Oh, about the people who won in Georgia. Georgia, these two historic senators. But what came out was just pure vitriol. Yeah, yeah. You know what's funny is, so, talking to you (laughs) these past few months, you have ADHD. And I also think I'm on the spectrum. Yeah. And, but you know how much money it costs to get, like, proven? It's like thousands and thousands of dollars. Yeah, I was talking to my therapist about it. Cause like I'm I'm getting pissed because I'm I'm like I just want a fucking diagnosis because I'm tired of people telling me I'm wrong, but it's like a lot of money and it takes like weeks. You know I made a video about this, <laughs> which I don't want to do. Last night was <laughs> why do you like? I feel like people put too much stock into diagnoses in a certain context, and I'll tell you why. Someone said, "How do I ask my therapist if I have depression?" If I'm diagnosed with depression. And I was like, look, if you're too sad to get out of bed, like, it's pretty obvious you have depression, right? So for you, it's like, you know, I understand because you're not obviously like, you're still functioning and all this shit. But like, what would knowing that you're on the spectrum, like, give you? It would... It would be an answer to a question I've been asking myself for 32 years. Because I, 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 I'm just like, why is everything so hard for me when I'm not a dumb person? But do you, do you think you could answer that like without having to go through this process that costs like thousands of dollars and you have to take all these tests? Yeah, I did answer that question. It's because I'm on the spectrum. And, yeah. and, that, and that's why every time I see a video, I'm like, I relate to that and it makes sense. 
and it's all from autistic people. Yeah. And like, and I'll see videos of those same autistic people like, hey, if you relate to all this, you're probably autistic. Yeah. And I'm like, I know! Then, I think I am! Then, but the, com- the medical community, because there's like, there's also, I don't know, I feel like there's like a gatekeeper aspect to it. This was my problem when I came out, because there isn't, a, like, if you're like, hey, I'm non-binary, there's no gatekeeper. You, you can't, like, prove it. Mm-hmm. But if you're like, hey, I'm on the spectrum, people are like, hey, don't, don't self-doubt. And that's like a thing with ADHD. Yeah. And it, I, I, the argument is like, some people take it, especially, I've seen it with ADHD all the time, like, ugh, my ADHD. And it's like, what they're describing isn't ADHD. Yeah. They don't, yeah. they probably don't have it. It's like OCD. It's like, oh, I have to like keep my desk clean because you know I have OCD. It's like, no, I mean maybe you do because there's levels, but like OCD is like I see TikToks like this all the time. They're like, oh, that's OCD. I have to walk 17 steps or my parents will die. Mm-hmm. Like, well, if I don't turn the door handle, and it's like, so I get it. I get um, the. It's like having like a stamp of validation, right? And and it would. For me, it's always this question of like, I'll describe something, and then like, there's some. I I noticed there's this like, there there is a dialogue right now between the ASD and the the autistic and the and the ADHD community, where they're like, maybe don't use the term masking. What's what's masking is like in the autistic community is being able to pass as a neurotypical person, so that you hide your stimming and your lack of emotional range in your mm. voice or your or just you just act like you're a neurotypical and people get really good at it and then that's you know they, they're passing or whatever oh and it's really? called it, they call it masking um and adhd people started to use that terminology and now there's a debate on tiktok and maybe other places about whether they should and i I feel like I'm standing between those two communities because I feel like I have a foot in both, even though I don't, I don't have like an official stamp of approval, mm-hmm. uh, which is frustrating because some therapists I've worked with are like, you're definitely autistic. And other ones I've, I've worked with are like, I don't know. I don't know enough about it. Some have been like, you're definitely not because autistic people are nonverbal. And I'm like, well, then you don't that's, understand. Yeah, that's a complete... But that's like the problem with medicine too, is it's so many doctors have different... That's the same thing with ADHD. You know, there's still people who are like, I have ADD. And I'm like, well, you don't because yeah, it doesn't it exist. It doesn't exist, yeah. Well, you know, the therapist I see has a really good philosophy in... He never diagnoses someone by saying, you have this. He'll say, you have these tendencies or you have these behaviors. So, And like a couple of years ago, um, the U.S. State Department tried and this is before trump because he didn't give a fuck but they tried to zone like get rid of the term drug addict because they felt like that was too dehumanizing and it summed up a person by their disorder and it said people with addictive behaviors right this is this i don't like well i've seen the argument like from autistic people being like I'm not a person who suffers from autism. That I said that real weird. Yeah, that was very. Yeah. I said the, the. I said that very musically. Yeah, I'm not a person who suffers from autis- autism. I am autistic because your brain is different. Yeah. So it's not like you have a normal brain that's afflicted with something. It is you're fundamentally different. So and like nothing's ever going to change that, and it's part of every part of your personhood 
is based on like a completely different restructured brain. So you you don't think it would be appropriate to say like someone like you has like you don't think it'd be appropriate to say you have autistic tendencies. I mean, I guess, but I I that's why I like the term neurodivergent mm. because it's like I'm not something in my brain doesn't function the same way. And knowing that makes me feel better when I'm like, why can't I fucking do this simple task that I see other people doing and they don't and then I'll be like, man, isn't it fucking hard to do this? And people are like, no. No, yeah. it is not. And I'm like, well, why the fuck is it hard for me? I'm smart. Like, I'm good at stuff. Why can't I well, blank? See, that's the, that's the positive I view and the power of a diagnosis is that it gives you this fundamental understand, a, be, a deeper understanding of yourself. It, it shows you these patterns you have and it gives you that power so that instead of you being like, why can't I just do this? You now have like, oh, because I have this disorder in my brain that causes me to think and view the world differently. And it by doing that, it allows a person to practice more compassion for themselves so that they don't think they're this like defective, broken person. They just see that they have this certain diagnosis. But the flip side is that like I feel like too many people put too much reliance in a medical diagnosis because it's like if you're suffering or you're experiencing some type of difference from the normal human experience, you don't necessarily need a doctor to come in. It's not as black and white as it is like with physical medicine, let's say. Well, I agree with that, but I think it's... I, I Like for me, ADHD... And finding out that like, because I'm 32 Mm. and I still have the same emotional range as when I was like 17. Right. And if you're like, hey, I didn't like your video. I'm like, fuck you. (laughs) You're going to come in here. And and I'm like, I'm 32 goddamn years old. I, I for years would beat myself and be like, why the fuck am I like this? Mm -hmm. Like, I, why can't I just be an adult and like calm down and not fly off the handle? And then I came on TikTok and they were like, you have something called um, rejection, rejection sensitive dysphoria. And here's how it works. And I was like, oh, oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah. That. And now, like, when I'm having a moment, sometimes in my brain, I'll be like, hey, here it is. Yeah. Maybe don't fly off the handle because in like 10 minutes, you're not going to feel this way. And like, sometimes that helps and sometimes it doesn't. But it. Knowing that has made me feel less awful about the fact that I fly off the handle mm-hmm. and I'm just a real peachy shit to everyone who has anything to say to me. Yeah. And, and, and it's but, probably not going away. But, but you know, uh, so rejection-sensitive dysphoria, is that a syndrome or is that a symptom of ADHD? It's, a, it's just sort of a part of the facet of ADHD and maybe autism. Okay, so you were never like, like a medical doctor or therapist never said this is something you have. Not in those specific words, but I also think that like, I feel like therapists naturally uh, ignore, or at least mine seem to like, I'll be like, I had a really terrible week and I overreacted to this stuff. I don't think the therapist like believes me 
And they're like, you probably did overreact. Like, because they'll be like, well, did you overreact? Or blah, like, because it sounds like I'm selling this narrative of like, I react crazy to everything. And they are like, well, that's just your baseline. So I don't think since they don't see me in real life having a meltdown, they don't assume that I'm like, oh, no, I had a child's meltdown where I screamed like a little child. What are you telling them this? Yeah, but I mean, sometimes. But I also like... I, I don't know. I, I don't I don't think that, like, you can sell how your emotions look to a third party who didn't see them. Does that make sense? Well, I, as a therapist, I pay attention to tone, body language, and even just the... If someone brings something up, I know it's important to them. Because we only have, like, an hour or so to speak... And if they're bringing it up, I know there's a reason for it. They're not just going to bring shit up. And I try to take every patient like at their word. See, a lot of people, uh, and I've been talking to people on, on TikTok and stuff, they, they play too many mind games with their therapist where they're like, what are they thinking? Are they thinking this about me? Are they judging this about me? And I will say, I personally... Like, it, you know, I'm just observing. And I, I'm not making any judgments. And, it, like, we've talked about this, too, is that... And the patient almost always has the answers or, or is capable of coming to those answers. And I'm just trying to, like, move, like have them take a look at themselves. I don't tell people what to do. I don't make judgments on people. I don't make judgments on people they tell me about. I'm just trying to essentially be a an objective mirror for a person. Yeah, but like some therapists suck, Gene. Yeah, I know. I know. And those... I would venture to say that most. Yeah, more that's... More than 50%. I'm, I'm definitely learning that now. I'm definitely learning that now. Um, I don't know what it is about the mental health field that like people who shouldn't be giving advice... Uh, go into it. Yeah. I don't yep. know if it's like... I don't know. Does it attract broken people? Well, it, there's that thing, the wounded healer, about people Yeah, but not all of them shit. are like... Not all of them have processed... Dude, I've had so many therapists who like put more shit on my plate. Yeah, that's not... That is not good. I had one guy who... who uh, He was at the vet center... And I think a big thing that's problematic with treating vets is, like, a lot of us, and I, I definitely noticed this when I first got back, was, like, if you haven't experienced exactly within the same realms, like, if you haven't been in combat, fuck off, I don't want to talk to you. Oh. Like, that was you, everyone I knew, and me when I got back. So you were like, I, was like, I, I don't, don't want to hear about, oh, I get it, no, you don't, go away. Yeah. If somebody was like, I was in combat too, I was like, cool, we're on a similar level, Mm-hmm. And we can talk. So you needed a therapist who was also a combat veteran. Yes, I did. Okay. And then I had a guy at the vet center who was who had PTSD, but it's because like a bunch of bricks fell on him and he got buried alive. And then he didn't like, you know, he got that's, PTSD, which sucks. Like, yeah. I'm sure that's a terrible experience. But like, uh, they're different. You know what I mean? Like, one is constant, prolonged, yeah. const, like contact with the enemy dealing with like the rigors of war and his is like a freak accident that he got paid millions of dollars for 
And I was like, and he would tell me these, he, first of all, he monologued a lot. And he was like, you listen, man, like nothing matters. You just got to like, all that matters is like your health and whatever. Like I gave all the money away and I was like, I, I'm sure that's great for you, man. But like, I could really fucking use money. Yeah. <laughs> so like, I don't relate when you're like, no, it's not about the money. I'm like, yeah. it is when you're fucking yeah. poor. Yeah. I'm like, you're doing great. Obviously you're a therapist. I am not. I'm a, mm-hmm. you know, and so I just found him to be, and then I had another guy who was just like, you should move. Like you should, you should pick up and move. That, and then he was moving across the country, so he was just projecting. That is just in AA they call that the geographic cure. The geographic cure. Like you're gonna move to a different state, and you're not gonna be an alcoholic anymore, or some just. That's like such, because wherever you go, you bring yourself there. Yeah, I agree. It's it sucks because like, it's also. You have to have a lot of uh, self-respect and, like, self-awareness and also, like, courage to go into a therapist's office and be like, this person either A, isn't good at this, or B, just isn't a good fit for me. Yes. And that takes, like, so much because it's it's already a huge step to ask for help. And most people don't take that step soon into the process. It's usually like, well... Yeah, yeah. I've fucking tried everything else. I guess I'll try therapy. Um, and then, you know, that's a... And then it's hard to find one. And our mm-hmm. medical system is a, is a shit show. Uh, and then you get in and you're like, oh, this person sucks. Sucks. And it takes so long to fig- even figure that out. Because you're like, well, maybe it's me. Maybe I don't like therapy. And most people, I think, just are like, well, I don't like therapy. Yeah. It's like, no, you didn't like that you, therapist. It, it's like... Or the 17 that you saw. That's, you know, and those are 17 wildly different experiences. And and, and I, I talk to so many people who are like, oh, I don't like my therapist. Uh, what should I do? I'm like, find someone else. Like, it, it's like dating. I <laughs> It really is. It's like, okay, if you don't like this person, don't keep going out with them. And then... Also, people struggle with that, Gene. I know, that's <laughs> true. But you would never, like, go on a date with a girl and be like, okay, uh, you know, I really don't like her. No, but, that's not true. You've you've done that? Yeah. How you've many... never dated someone you didn't like? Boy, this is the most pregnant, yeah. long answer. Someone I someone I truly like did not like. Or just didn't like a lot. Oh, I've done that a ton. But but <laughs> I feel like a therapist is a little more important. It's a little more important because if you're go I I've gone to therapists and it's like, all right, if we're talking about the weather, this is not this is not it. Because you're paying, you're paying this person. To, and you're telling them personal shit that you don't tell anyone else in the world. Oh, well, I get on stage and put yeah, it in a podcast. But, but that's you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. My, my therapist gets like third-hand information after really? I've already set it into a podcast. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's... Damn. That's why I'm so goddamn problematic. Because whatever is on the tip of my tongue, I'm just like, Well, this is what I'm thinking about today. And it's like, ooh, don't. And it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, but you gotta own it. Also, I think I'd get in a lot less trouble if I had an official autism diagnosis. I think that people would be more forgiving with my faux paws. First of all, I don't think your faux paws are really that bad. I, think, I don't think they're that bad either. Yeah. I think you... People do. 
I think well, you you just you need to look. People are gonna be dicks on the internet. People get mad at me. But fuck those people. People get mad at me for things I don't say. That's the one that pisses me off the most. Like what? For they take they are like you implied this, and I'm like I don't go fuck yourself. I I hate that specifically. I get that like racism exists and a lot of people dog whistle. Are you a implying lot. it doesn't? How dare I? <laughs> but like now people are so are like looking for that hidden message in fucking everything, really? and it's just exhausting. Like literally videos where I was like. I'm really tall. People were like, oh, so it's bad to be short? And I'm like... <laughs> and then I made another way. Hey, don't tell me to drink water. I'm a, I'm a fucking fully-fledged adult. I'm managing just fine. And people are like, what about people who can't manage? And I'm like, I'm not... There's always... If I was made a video where I'm like, I like being able to see. They're like, what? what? You're, you, you blind... Do you hate You blind? hate blind people. It's, How are blind people going to watch this video and not be offended? <laughs> And it's That's every, a joke. That's a good joke. Everything I say, somebody is going to... like, And it's just exhausting. Because I'm like, what am I supposed to talk about if you find fault in anything I say? So, so here... And I know the answer is just ignore them, but like... I, I, I think, Pat, like, to be honest, like, I, I think part of it is... It like and I I used to make this mistake and I still make it sometimes, but it's like like you're doing good, you're making a positive impact on the world. It's like you don't have to be super duper woke where you're like bending over backwards to be like incredibly sensitive to all these people with all these different situations. Like you just give yourself a little space to be human. And no, we're not allowed. Yeah. We are not allowed to be human anymore. Like... I don't think people realize that you can only spend so many fucks in a day. Exactly. I get an allotment of fucks, and I spend most of mine on, like, veteran issues and disability. And, like, when people get mad, they're like, well, you you advocate for disabled people. What about this? And I'm like, I can't advocate for all of them. Do you... Do you... I'm not a blonde... I don't... I can't help you. Can you, like... All right. It can help some. Can you own the fact that like you have maybe some problematic views and that you're comfortable with that and 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 you own that and you don't run away from it does that make sense well i guess it what do you mean by problematic like you're saying some of my views are inherently wrong just like just like or just you know when you're a guy i live on the edge of uh of what is appropriate to say that i'm aware yeah but 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 like I'm trying to think. Like, do you ever watch, like, an old Seth Rogen movie and they'll make a sexist joke or they'll use a homophobic slur and you're just like, <laughs> Oh, sure. And, like, do you, are you, like, do you accept that about yourself? Yeah. Then, like, and and know that, like, is it, like, ultimately... Dude, I say problematic shit to myself. Yeah. If, if, if people had a recording of the shit I said to myself when no one was around... Yeah. I would be in so be much trouble. You'd be canceled. I say horrific shit when I'm and, alone. Because I think it's funny. And guess what? So does everyone. I know everyone does. And so... And if they don't say it out loud, they have those fucking thoughts in their exactly. head. Exactly. Nobody has, like, purity thoughts. So why, like... Why try to put up this fight of constantly being in the right? Like, when someone says, Oh, does this video imply that being short is bad? Why not just say yes? 
Because that's hilarious. Well, because a lot of them come in and they're like hurt. And they're like, you know, I really look up to you and I can't believe you would... And it's just like this guilt bomb. But he, okay. And I, and I feel bad. So here's the And then th- I get angry that they made me feel bad. Here's the thing is... And, and we've come up with this idea a lot where you can't save everyone. And if someone's going to watch a video where you're joking about your height <laughs> and they're like, how dare you? This is offensive to short people. You're not going to be able to save that person. <laughs> that person is I like... I don't want to. They're short. Yeah, exactly. Like, sorry. <laughs> fuck Get out of here. Get out of here, tiny. Yeah. Like, dude, you're short. You don't have an opinion. Like... It, <laughs> Oh, here and now, and now we really dig in and we just... It's just like, it's just, you can't save everyone. You can't constantly be in the right. You can't, you're, you're going to hurt people's feelings or, or people are going to take out their displaced anger on you because, oh, you implied that this group of people and, and it's like, okay, fine, great. You win. I did like... I made a I made a video the other day where I made fun of teenagers who think they're into underground metal bands. I saw that. And people were like, this is gatekeeping. How dare you? And I was like, go fuck yourself. Who gives a fuck? Stop right? making repetitive I'm noises. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But it it's it you're gonna run yourself ragged if you I am running myself ragged. Yeah. I'm exhausted. And it's like, look at all the good work you're doing. Look at all the like the people you're inspiring. Look at the people who follow this podcast. I mean, we just had a 20-minute talk about, like, mental health and, like, the power of diagnoses. And, like, I'm sure tons of people got shit out of that. So if some idiot wants to come along and be like, You am blind. That's <laughs> That person can go fuck themselves. Oh, good. Give him out of Gene now instead of yeah. me. Yeah. That being said, it's, I love my short people. <laughs> it's just, I, I think what's exhausting is it's just like everything. Yeah. No matter what you, I I have not, and what's crazy is my views are so low. Yeah. And it, it, it's still, like when I used to get like, okay, I get a million views and like, you know, 5% of it is some bullshit or whatever. Mm. I would just be like, whatever, a million people saw it. Of course, I'm going to get some naysayers. But now my views are down where it's just like, I'm like, oh wow, only like 20 fucking thousand people saw this thing out of the 400,000 that follow mm-hmm. me. And yet still I managed to snag like the same people that are like, shouting. I can't believe you'd say this. I'm like, are you fucking kidding? You yeah. saw this? Yeah. Nobody else fucking did. Yeah, why, yeah. why only the naysayers? But you know what? You know what? Ultimately, anyone who comments, they're boosting the algorithm of the video. That's Not anymore, it, I don't that's think. That's what it comes down to, dude. They really aren't. Dude, all those people whining about me being a gatekeeper, they boosted that video. <laughs> they fucking boosted that video. And by the way... I miss just... I, 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 I miss having, like, transphobes and bigots because I can just be mean those to them. Those people are the worst. No, I prefer them. Really? I would prefer someone come in and be like, you're not a person... Than be like, you're not the, the the woke enough. Yeah. I would rather argue with someone that I could be like, fuck you. Than have someone <sighs> who's like, those, you hurt my feelings. I just, I hate that we've decided as a society that if anyone is offended, 
it's it is then therefore offensive. It is weaponized sensitivity, and, and it's I. But like on the same token, there's a part of my brain that's like, well, you know, this is a fight that like black people have been trying to get across, and so you don't. So you, I like agree with them that like there's a lot of shit that's problematic. Yeah, but you can't compare what African Americans have gone through in this country to someone being like your video implies that short people. Or bad. Like, you, you, how? How? Because well, it's that same, like, when people, like, okay, so there was this big TikTokers that they dressed as gingerbread men, right? So they, they colored <laughs> themselves like gingerbread men, and they put gingerbread stuff, so they look, right? They, like, put glitter in their beards, and they covered themselves to look like gingerbread men. And people went, yo, that's blackface. That shit's offensive. You look, you shouldn't have done this. And they were like, whoa, is it offensive? <laughs> like, we just want to be gingerbread men. And there was like a whole dialogue of it was like, yeah, we know you weren't trying to be offensive. We get what you were going for, but you put fucking brown paint. You're white. You put brown paint on your face. That's blackface. Don't do it. And then it like spiraled and they apologize. And I am like, I get it. If black people are like, yo, that's blackface. It's like, okay, we should fucking listen to them. But at the same time, I'm like, but I also don't think that gets to extend to literally every problem yeah. where anyone can be like, yo, I, I object. I don't think that we should have this like blanket if one person objects, it's therefore bad. Okay. You know All what right. I mean? Do you, right. see, do you see the yeah, argument? I, I see what you're saying. Okay. So for, I agree with one and I don't think it should extend. So for the hype video. This, sure. This person who said. Lots of people. Oh, uh, there were a <laughs> there lot. There were so many. Were they all saying the same thing? Because in the video I went, as a joke, I'm not 5'4", how dare you? You know, like... Oh, come on. And they were like, oh, how dare... Oh, so it's a bad to be short? And like... Yes. Or, oh, you hurt my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, like... I don't... I, come on. Really? I mean... Have, but do you see, like, what I mean? Where, like, I can agree with black people being like, that's blackface. Yeah. And I'm like, you you are the arbiter of that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I don't know if the, the white folk get to have an opinion on what is or isn't blackface. But then I'm like, I don't... I, so, like, does that same argument extend to, like, well, I don't get to tell short people what is and isn't. And it's like, are we going to, like... Are we going to have a special exception, which I kind of am of in favor of, of like, hey, listen, we specifically were shitty to this group of people, so therefore this yeah. thing exists, systematic racism. Yeah. But it's not the same fucking thing as like... Yeah. I. Do you know what I mean? Or maybe it is. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's the same I, I mean, ableism I mean, is a slippery... Let, let's go down that road. Have short people ever been... Uh, <laughs> You know, slaves, have they ever been denied the right to vote? Well, I mean, you, you know, I, let's, let's, okay, you did say I'm not 5'4". Yeah. So we're not talking about little people. We're talking about people who are 5'4". Yeah. So average height average for height. women and slightly less than average for men. Yeah. So, and it, let's be, let's have, be. Has anyone ever been discriminated against for being short by the government? Yes, perhaps on dating apps, but the government? I mean, it. let's say, you know, Pearl Harbor Other than happened. Captain America. Yeah, well, I was going to say, did, did they still draft you for your 5'4"? I don't know. Well, I, yeah, maybe, because they want tankers. Yeah, Mel Brooks was a tank buster, and he's only like 5'4". 
five four, right? It's submarines like the short. They folk, like the, the short folk. Short. Folk. Um. Also, short people live longer than tall people. They sure fucking do. So, um, excuse me. There have been more short presidents than tall ones. Really? I don't know about that. Was it Trump was like six four? Trump wears platforms in his shoes. What about Biden? How tall is he? I don't know. Obama's probably six foot. Oh, Obama's like six two, I think. Who's the shortest president? I don't know. I know Lincoln might have had Marfans, so he was tall. What's Marfans? Marfans is where you like never stop growing. You just slowly wow. keep growing. It's like you it's like Benjamin like, Button disease. Nope, it's the, like completely <laughs> opposite of that. Oh, I don't. I don't. <laughs> Benjamin Button is when you age backwards. Yeah, aka Marfans. Come on. I don't know. Here's my thing about people getting offended. People in today's society feel so incredibly powerless because they're so detached from political power because all we can do to affect politics is vote once every two years. So that they... Which they don't even do. Yeah, which they don't even do. So that the only avenue they feel they have any power is in the like media and symbolism of our culture and so they have gone to war in that culture that's why that's why entertainers are held to higher degrees of behavior than politicians that's why like if you're that's why roseanne tweeted racist shit and she had her show taken away from her but trump tweeted racist shit for four years and he was allowed to be president because it's the only avenue of human existence in modern American society where people feel like they have any type of sway or power. So that's why people are so... Because people can't... This person who said, oh, how dare you imply short people or blah, blah. They probably want to go into their fucking job and say, how dare you fucking pay me seven twenty-five an hour when you should be giving me fucking 35 an hour. They probably want to, you know, tell the people in their family to respect them more. They have all this pent-up rage from being so powerless in every fucking avenue of their life that the only way they can let it out is to lash out at you, someone who they 99% agree with on TikTok. Yeah, I fucking hate it, Gene. Yeah. It sucks. And you just have to understand the displacement of it and not allow it in. But I do. It hurts my feelings. But here's... Every time. I know. I know. And then you... I get so goddamn annoyed. And then I text you about it. I know. Although, to be fair, you do the same back to me. I do, but I... But I... And I used to take it on... A lot. I used to really take it on a lot. But here's the thing is I think one thing that really helped me is looking at the actual real good that I'm doing. And I know since, you know, you, a lot of your life is online. So it makes, it blurs the boundaries. But I know for a fact that you are actually doing a lot of good for a lot of people. Is it? I mean, last week you did that D&D fundraiser thing uh, i don't know if that was a fundraiser oh you just played D. I think i just played D. okay it might have been a fundraiser i don't i don't know i'm trying to gas you up over here well you're doing okay. a bad job i know that you have made videos and you've told me about videos about coming out as non-binary binary burnery burnery non-beanie being and being a veteran being an outspoken veteran who like talks about progressive values and shit like, I'll be honest, that changed the way I view veterans. And the work you are doing with these videos and your internet presence, I, th- I think if you keep that in mind, 
it makes these whiny fucks a little less annoying. Nope. No? Nope. Really? No, I, I hate it. it, it you, <laughs> you can't even... Like, the next time someone makes a comment and it annoys you, you can't scroll through and see, like, the ten other comments that are, like, positive or, like, this is great and blah, blah, blah. No. Damn. Not anymore. Damn, dude. Well, because I mean, I'm also, like, burnt out and exhausted by TikTok because it's just not a creator's health-friendly ecosystem. Mm -hmm. And especially since, like, pretty much everyone I know, except for a few people, are just doing really terribly right now. And my self-worth is 100% determined by my views. And I don't care how many times people tell me not to do that. I do. You have to, yeah. I, like... I don't know. It's like it's like when you were a comedian and you'd go to an open mic and you'd bomb for a week. Mm-hmm. And everyone would be like, yo, dude, like, open mics don't matter, man. Yeah. Like, you know, got to think of the big picture. Yeah. But you feel like shit. Yes. That whole week. And, like, you can, you can gas yourself up all day and just be like, man, I, you know, I've had a great show before and this isn't indicative of my quality yes. as a comedian. Yes. And blah, 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 blah. But you feel like ass you until do. you have that you show do. where it clicks and you're like, all right. Yeah. I'm funny. Mm. And I just like every video I make does bad. And I'm like, okay. And then I'm already, because I'm depressed, right? And um, and then the videos are doing bad. And then somebody comes in and it feels like they're just kicking me in the nuts. Yeah. Where they're like... Not only are your videos doing poorly, but, but <laughs> you're also fat phobic. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, God yeah, damn it. Yeah. Just let me fucking hate myself in peace. Yeah. Uh, leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> like, mm. ugh. And then, and, but, the, uh, ugh. See, this is why I think it would be a really good idea for you to create something outside of TikTok, it can still be on the internet or whatever, that's like purely positive. Where you like give back and like help people Ugh, and shit I'm like that. Tired of helping people, no, Gene. No, 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 but not, not, not in a way. <laughs> I know, I know. Not in a way that taxes you. Well, good luck. What, are the, what would that be? Just something like, like, even if you did some sort of, like, peer counseling with, like, other veterans, or, or if you made, like, a video series of, like, mental health tips, although that... Then people get fucking mad know, at you! Okay. But I've I'm done just, that! I'm, tr- I'm throwing Dude, shit at the wall. nothing makes people angrier than mental fucking health tips. What about, like... Granted, all my mental health tips are, like, SSRIs technically are, have no, uh, no yeah, evidence. But, but not... <laughs> shit, not shit like that, but, like... Shit like dry psilocybin mushrooms. What what about what about like like this is like having a therapy dog or like really basic tips like that or just some something that's just so positive. Dude, I'm gonna make one of those videos and I'm gonna get like nine. T- like I'm gonna be like, hey, here are the benefits of a therapy dog, and someone's gonna be like, what if you're allergic to dogs, asshole? Well, that's a good question. <laughs> I feel like, though, you have this positive guiding, like, you, your whole life you've you've tried to... 
I'm gonna be honest, I'm tired of following that voice, Gene. It's only led to ruin. But I, I feel like there's a way you can find to do it in a way that doesn't tax you. And it, it, it could be this pure thing where you just give back. And that would give you the, the confidence and self-love that these critical voices would come in and you'd just be like, no, no. You know who else gives a lot? Gene? Ooh. Jesus? Thor. Thor! And then his mom dies. I know. And then his brother. And then, spoilers, his father. And then his girlfriend breaks up with him. His, his dad. And then he loses half of his people. And then, and then in the next movie, he loses half of those people. So, like, I don't know if you're aware of this, but people who strive to do good are often shit upon by the universe. Okay, well, alright. Then, then here's the flip side. What if you did something purely for yourself? Evil? What if I just... Would nah. what, what if... What if I switched to evil? What, what if what? I got a hat that said, grab him by the puss, <laughs> and, and I put that hat on, and I started to argue with young conservative women, or young liberal women, and I made my entire platform um, of just me really shitting on, like, young liberal women specifically women i never get in arguments with men because i'm a coward yeah i'm specifically referencing someone yeah <laughs> um hey, caitlin bennett no there's a guy who wears a hat that's just grabbed by the pussy oh really and he argues with victoria hamlet 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 i don't know her last name young liberal very popular tiktoker do you think that would i get a lot more views would <laughs> what about yeah what about something purely for yourself then I don't even know what that would be at this point. What 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 do you like to do? Nothing. I'm depressed. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we can Dude, work, I we was can playing video games the other day. I was on a live and I was like playing a video game and I was like, I really you know, this game's pretty fun. You guys should try it. It's got a cool soundtrack. And someone was like, playing those video games is making you more depressed. And I was like, I'm gonna kill myself. I can't wow. handle how no matter what I do, somebody comes along and tells me I'm wrong. And I got like heated with this person. I got really? into, like an argument with them in the comments because I was like, you're literally telling me, like, first of all, I think you're wrong because mm -hmm. there's, I've, I've read the studies and I don't think, I think that people who play video games are more depressed, but I think it's because depressed people play, seek out video yeah, games. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Not that playing, and I'm sure, and like, I would like to see studies on people who casually play video games versus people who are, like, chronically addicted. Mm -hmm. Because there's a difference to me of, like, I play a single-player game for two hours a night before bed, and I play 18 hours of yeah. Overwatch every day. You know? Yeah. I think there's differences. In the studies that I, I have seen, the only ones that are, like, these increase the, the chances of depression are the ones that are, like, this person doesn't leave their fucking house, mm -hmm. and they play World of Warcraft... Sun up to sundown. It's like, well, yeah, fucking, of course. And they're like, they have less dopamine. It's like, no shit. Yeah. But like being, and also, we're in a quarantine. That's true, so too. Like, yeah. I'm, I have nowhere to go, and I'm, I can't focus enough to read. Video games have been my only saving grace for the last year. So to have someone be like, hey, you're making yourself more depressed. I was like, because like, why are you telling me that? Like, it's so, it's so egotistical to me to be like, uh -huh. for them to diagnose you, for them to diagnose me. And then to be like, by the way, you're making yourself worse. 
using your one fuck like yeah. and like I like they're my hobby. They're I your like hobby. I like video games. I like to chat about them. I like to watch videos of people chatting about them. But like even that, I can't even. I it's it drives me crazy. You know what you should have done? You should have challenged him. You should be like, come play me, and I'll whoop your fucking ass, and then we'll see who's depressed. Motherfucker. <laughs> I don't think that would have proven. I don't know if you re- I don't know what game you were playing. Probably not a multiplayer game. I was playing some new indie game where, like, you, ironically, a samurai game. I thought you didn't like samurai. I don't, but it's like a futuristic cyber samurai, so it was enough of the stuff I do like wow. to offset the stuff that I don't. Also, all games this year have been samurai fucking... Really? This has been the year for Vikings and samurai. Damn. I, I, I play... So I play... I've been playing Spider-Man. Yeah? It's hard. It, which one? The the first one. Okay. It The combat's pretty hard. I like it. NHL 21... And then I tried Call of Duty, just because it's so mindless, and you just run around and shoot stuff. Mm, I don't. I don't really play the snappy first-person shooty games. Really? No, I play like long-form, story-driven indie or I just RPGs. I, and see, stuff. here's the thing about Spider-Man: is like I'm I'm swinging swinging around the streets, and I like run into people, and it's like I just want to kill them. I just want to kill. <laughs> if there are people in a game, I want to murder them. But you can't. You can't. And they're just like, oh, high five. And I'm like, I want to chop your head off. What are they saying? Somebody just said, oh, no, why did you watch the worst Thor? I, it's funny because we've barely, barely touched on it. I like that. I think that is a very telling. Indicative of, of, the, of the, the movie. movie. It, yeah, I mean, I wrote some Vikings, shit down. Vikings, there's some Viking culture I wrote in there. some shit down. Um... I've been enjoying the conversation. Yeah. I, I don't know what we're going to title the episode. I, you know, I guess Thor 2. Oh, oh, there was a... I'm going to put ostensibly Thor 2. There was, there was one theme from the movie that I did relate to, that I did want to talk about. You want, okay. What was it? It was, so Thor and Loki are two brothers. Oh, I was thinking about you in that moment. Really? I think I know what you're talking about. And they don't really get along. No. And me and my brother don't really get along. But, but Thor and Loki don't get along, but they still kind of love each other. Mm-hmm. And me and my brother, we don't get along. I haven't talked to him in a year. But we still kind of, kind of love each other. In a weird way. And it got me thinking about family and the roles. So what were the what what role would you say you played? Um Instigator. No, but I mean like were you like the hero or were you like the scapegoat or were you the mascot Of my, of my family? The, yeah. Oh I don't know. I don't know what to do. I I was like the firstborn, but I was problematic in school, and I was like in and out of detention all the time, and like... So were you the bad boy? No, I was just being like... A goof? I was being an autistic goof. Yeah. So I was either having a meltdown, and then I would get in trouble for the meltdown. Like, dude, there was a day where I got overwhelmed, and I like hid under a table in the lunchroom, and they were like... 
and they were like yelling at me and I just was like I don't know what to do so I just like retreated under a table and they were like he just fucking does this shit because he wants attention dude I did so much stuff that like now I'm like that was I had a meltdown like that was me having an over I was overwhelmed and everything was crazy and I didn't know what to do and they were like, he does this for attention because he has oppositional defiance disorder. Which, by the way, they told us uh, at work that don't diagnose people with that anymore. I don't think it's a thing. That one's going out the back door. It was literally yeah. like, hey, this kid who doesn't really understand social cues, who has been screamed at his entire life, doesn't like authority figures. Holy who fucking thought? shit. Yeah, yeah. Whoa, yeah. wowzers. Yeah. What? Literally every authority figure I've ever met has treated me like a piece mm-hmm. of shit. And you want me to be like, oh, yes, sir, no, sir, yeah. three bags full, sir. Ooh, but wait. But if, if, if you had, if you were diagnosed with, at the time, oppositional defiant disorder, why did you gravitate to the military? Because um, that's like, talk about authority. Uh, I, I didn't have opposite, I, I, it was, if I respect someone, I would listen to them. Okay. I just didn't listen to, if I don't respect someone, I don't listen to them. Like, full on. And like, if a teacher came into a room and like, didn't. Like a math teacher. Like a math teacher. Who didn't respect your. Who didn't deserve respect. Yeah. I, I've always had that. I have that problem and I, I still have that. If I see an authority figure that I don't think is deserving of respect, I don't give it to them. Interesting. And I was like that in the military, too. They were like, you have to. And I'm like, I don't. No. I, 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 they're like, you gotta respect the rank. And I would go, no. Really? Yeah. You didn't respect the rank? No. Not if that guy's touching my... Uh, see, the problem is young... They're called privates. But if I say touching my privates, <laughs> it sounds sexual. Which it was, because he yeah, was sexually harassing women. He was sexually oh, oh. harassing women under my command, who happened to oh, be the rank of private. Well, fuck that. Yeah. But they were like, you gotta respect his rank. And I was like, no I don't. He sexually harassed and assaulted women under my command. I don't respect him and I won't. Mm-hmm. And they were like, well, you know. And I'm like, no, I don't give a fuck what your bullshit listen to the ranks because we want you to run into battle rules are. If you do a bad thing, I don't respect you. And, like, I would, I was outspoken. I would fucking argue with people. And I would, I got in trouble all the time because I'd be like, this person shouldn't be in command. And I, I, I'm not going to listen to them. That's so interesting, though, because so much of the military ideologies fall in line because we are... It, One it, of the nice things about being a medic is that people's lives are so directly on the line that I could I could say no to really? a lot of stuff. Yeah, because like if you're an infantryman, you have no power. You're mm-hmm. a, you're a rifleman in a platoon. I was the highest level of medical care, so if I was like no, we're not going to do that. Only like the commander could overrule me. And I would and I would just fucking argue with that guy. If he was like, we're going to do this, I'd go, no, fuck you. People are going to die. And I would, like, fight. And if they didn't like that, all right, get rid of me. I'm your best medic. And people, there's, like, the problem is, is if I, if I would I usually be right. I wouldn't pick battles I didn't think were important. Interesting. So, like, there was a mission once where my, my lieutenant wanted to go out and everybody had violent food poisoning. And I was like, no, dude, we're not going on a mission. Everybody is shitting their self, themselves. And he's like, they can they can manage. And I'm like, no, they can't and they won't. And we're not going to go into combat conditions with our entire platoon like broken like this. And I won. I got my way because 
that's stupid. This wow. the force element is low. So, okay, so let's say you were assigned to a unit, and you guys had to hypothetically, for whatever reason, you had to protect Donald Trump. <laughs> I wouldn't have done it. You wouldn't have. No. What would you have said? I said I would have said no. You can say no. And what would they do? I don't know. Consequences. Be like, you're good. We're going to court martial you. And you're like, oh, okay. I, dude, you know how many times someone would be like, there were days where they would go, do fucking this. And I would go, no. And they would go, if you don't fucking do the thing we said, we're going to court martial you. And I go, write the papers. And some, some days you can call their bluff because they don't want to. They don't. Yeah. And then sometimes they'd pull you aside and be like, what's going on? You're not usually like this. And I'd be like, fuck that asshole. And like some one day there was a guy who was just bullying me. Mm-hmm. Like every morning he'd come and he'd be like, go fucking do push-ups. And it was like, we were on our way to war. Like that's not usually how this goes. Yeah. Like, yeah. And my other, he was one rank lower than like the guy in charge of me. And the guy in charge of me just wasn't paying attention. And then one day I finally snapped and he was like, do this thing. I was like, no, fuck you. I'm not doing this anymore. And my platoon sergeant was like, dude, what's going on? And I like... Finally, it like came to a head, and he was like, "Oh, I didn't. You're not allowed to tell Pat to do push-ups anymore." And like we just, it just became a thing. Really? Yeah. He just had. They were like, "You're bullying him. We're done. We're not doing this." That's great. Yeah, because sometimes, uh, like if you're not a complete shithead, it's probably out of the norm for you to say no. I had privates where I, if I was going too far, like I was fucking with somebody once, and I made him be a chair. I was like, go be a chair. And he went, no. And which is well within his rights. Because I was wildly abusing my power. And then, um, you know, nothing happened. Because of course it didn't. I was being an asshole. What about in... Okay, in, in a movie, in a dramatic scene, some guy will say... They'll be like, turn this ship around. That's a direct order. Would that shit happen? Yeah. And are you allowed to be like, fuck off? Eh, Depends. The Navy's a lot different from the Army. The Navy is probably a little more strict. Really? Yeah, because the Navy is working with like a precision machine and everybody's got to kind of work together to move the boat. And it's different what in like what environment you're in. If mm-hmm. you're like in, you know, combat or something and somebody's like, I'm not going to do that. Like, I kind of got swept up into stupid shit I shouldn't have been a part of where they'd be like, come on, we're taking this hill. And I'd be like, no, I'm fucking not. I'm the medic. I don't take hills. But I got fucking pulled along because they just be like, yeah. shut up, let's go. Yeah. And, you know, uh, if they tell you to do an illegal thing, you can be like, no, nah, I'm not going to do that. And then, you know, results may vary. Did that ever happen to you? No. They're like, hey, we're gonna rip. This- we're gonna we're gonna blow up this town. You could be like, no, I'm not gonna be a part of that. Really? That, so that happens. Yeah. So when, like, when they have these war crime trials, and like the guys are like, I was just following orders. It's kind of not. I mean, if 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 we're talking about American servicemen, we are taught that you can question unlawful orders. And the and and it, it depends on the situation, cause like, if if your commanding officer is like, we're gonna in we're gonna assault this town, fine, that's a lawful order. Mm-hmm. We're gonna assault this town. Don't take prisoners, kill women and children. Then you'd be like, 
No. <laughs> yeah. And then if, you know, if, if they, for like, and sometimes they could try and, like, force you to do it, and it's, it, I don't know, it's one of those things where there's not, like, a, and then this happens. So it's, it's it, there's some blurred lines. Of course there is. It's war. Dude, war is so fucking complicated as to what is and isn't a war crime. Like, if you shoot someone, if somebody pops up and you think they have a gun and you shoot them, not a war crime, usually. If you walk by them, turn around and shoot them on the ground, war crime. It's it's called double tapping. So there's, like, really specific rules about, like, when you're allowed to shoot and for what reasons and, like, blah, blah, blah. Now, does everybody get held to those standards? No, obviously not. Some people get thrown under the bus and go to Leavenworth. Some people murder a bunch of children and get fucking uh, pardoned by the goddamn president. Mm -hmm. Some people, like, collect ears and nothing ever happens to them. It's just war, man. That's crazy. Some people are are awful. Some people are sociopaths and just want to go overseas and murder. Yeah. And the best way to do it is to join the army. Join the army, man. Damn. And some people are not that. And they're just trying to get through college or Trying whatever. to be a medic. Trying to be a medic. So they could drop out of Eastern Connecticut University. State University two different two times. Two times, baby. Two Hell times. yeah, no degree. I've also dropped out of Central Connecticut University and um, Capital Community College. Dude, if there's a North Connecticut University... There is a Southern Connecticut University. Dude, we gotta get you ass... And there might be a Western, old. too. There's no North. You're gonna drop out of every university in, in Connecticut. Connecticut. It's gonna be fucking dope. My as I was dropping out, my theater department director was like, "Well, I'll see you in ten years." And I was like, "If that happens, I hope I die." What? Like you'd be back? Like I'd be back at thirty-eight to finish my Eastern Connecticut oh, State University degree. And I was like, "That is one of the most hurtful things that's, you could say to me." Yeah, because he was very against me moving. Really? Yeah. Well, he he wants like quotas, you know. Because he wants, like, he wants his students to graduate. He was, uh, it was his department. I thought he was like, I can't lose my star. No. No, no, no. It's like, we're doing d- guys no, and the, dolls next semester. I immediately, I was immediately the pariah of the department as soon as I left. They Why? spoke very poorly of me. I also started a bunch of shit with a teacher before I left because I thought she was inappropriate with students in the way that she directed. And then I had, and like, she made up a bunch of rumors about me that I had to, like, Go to the, the, whatever, the discriminate. I'll tell you what. There is nothing more uncomfortable. And this was before I was non-binary. So at the time I thought I was a cis, het, straight white man. Sitting down with a black man in the discrimination. Oh my. Bo- and being like, I'm being discriminated against. What, what, what did you think you were being discriminated against? Oh no, I was. She was spreading lies about me. She was saying that I was like sexually assaulting or harassing oh. the girls. Oh, I, She I, was telling girls, don't change around Pat because, you know, if he's kind of, you know. Oh, hey, was it because you because were a I, veteran? No, because I, because I uh, said that the way she was handling herself as a director was inappropriate. Oh, so at... So she was basically a tyrant and she was like making these kids cry between takes because she was just nonstop screaming mm-hmm. all the time. She was just like incredibly rude and dismissive. And I was like, hey, listen, I know you're all like 19, but like you pay to go here. Yeah. And she's not a real director in like we're not on Broadway. It's not like if you're mean or you talk back, you're never going to have a career. Like, don't accept this fucking behavior. And I, I like took it 
up to the school and was like, this is, I, I don't pay to go here to get screamed. I'm not, a, I'm not in the army anymore. And I like made it a point to be, this is unacceptable behavior. So she started spreading like rumors about me. Damn. And then the girls came to me because they were like, we don't think you're like this, but just so you know, this teacher is telling all these girls about like these lies about you. So I had to like get ahead of it. Bro. This ended up being like a whole like huge thing where like other teachers got investigated and like this whole this whole department wide fiasco. Dude, so drama follows you. Yeah, I guess that's true. Drama follows you your whole life. I can't figure out if it's that no matter where I go, I just make problems or I notice the problems and I'm ref- I refuse to be quiet about it. It's one of the two. I think so or I th- both. I think one thing <laughs> is is that your energy has like and like you said with your sister like even when you're trying not to be antagonistic something about your presence draws ire from people and i don't mean that you're annoying yeah yeah (laughs) but like even when you do like a tiktok that's like uh here's a medical fact you don't know and it's like i can see how this just this energy could piss people off, yeah. you know. But it's also your best <laughs> asset, though, because it's a there's a certain you know what it is. I think that annoys people is that there's a certain fearlessness and a certain confidence to it. Oh, it's so funny because I'm neither of those things. But in that moment, I think you are. Yeah, sure. When I'm performing, I I, I access, and that's why I think your stand up was so because. Because so many comedians' problem, mine included, is there's this hesitation of like, hey, this, like you said, I would get up and be like, clap it up, clap it up for you, give yourself. it up for yeah. your hosts, everybody, get, 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 give it up for yourself. And I did that because I was fucking nervous. You would waste two minutes every set, but, every set. But you have this fearlessness in that moment, and the the fearlessness is a gift and a curse because it can. Enca- it grips people, but then other people see that and are like, well, I'm not like that. So all I can do is fucking throw a rock at this person because fuck that. Does that make sense? Yes. Why does that mean that every... Why, so then... It doesn't really answer the question, though, of do I... Because this is a question I ask myself all the time. Do I cause problems? Or do I shine a light on problems and refuse to just accept them? I I think I don't think you cause problems. If you look at your life objectively, like what I have had problems everywhere I've ever gone. But what have you done that's been so egregious? I don't know. That's that's part of another reason why I want that diagnosis. Because it the other part of me is like, it makes sense to me. That I would insinuate my because what I what I think happens the narrative that I tell myself is that I will enter a new situation, I will quickly learn the ins and outs of it, and then I will recognize what I deem as flaws and be incapable of letting them go. So I entered this theater department and I enjoyed it and I was like I love it here. This is my new home. And then as soon as I was like this person doesn't treat others correctly. I made it my mission to, like, stop that. Yeah. I could have just quietly gone about and been like, I don't need to. But that's not you. No. And I'm like, no, no. You're a bad person. Yeah. And then I put it... I just put this... Uh, or 
Um, I I just find problems and I make them. Well, I don't think it's a bad thing to be incapable of ignoring injustice or what you perceive as bad behavior, right? No one is ever, like, appreciative of it. Like, people aren't like, hey, Pat, thanks so much for blowing up this department. (laughs) And it doesn't... I mean, like, maybe a few people were, like, grateful, but it largely seems like people are like, why do you have to do this? But you were just being true to yourself. Yeah, but, like, no one wants that. But I... I'm like a... I'm like an unpleasant uh, antidote to a problem everyone was willing to ignore. Uh, well, I, I think, first of all, you know, I, not the antidote. I don't fix problems. Yeah. I just draw attention to them and then leave. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I, I <laughs> look what I did. It fucking. Oh, I don't want to bring that up. Yeah. Uh, I don't think though. Like, I think y- you know. I think calling out bullshit is not necessarily a bad thing. And one thing I will say is, you can be abrasive, but <laughs> I don't. I don't think you're ever you are capable of doing like anything like really bad or evil, right? Oh, I, I like you know. I mean, I can't imagine you like truly like stealing or hurting or like violating or betraying someone. Oh, I'll steal from big corporations all day. Yeah, but I mean, who gives a fuck? That's I've definitely hurt people by accident. Yeah, but not on purpose. You're not a malicious person. No, I feel real bad when I hurt people. Yeah, you know, exactly. unless they've done me wrong. I mean, that's exactly why. No, that's this... not true. I even feel bad when I'm like mean to Trumpies. Yeah, because I'm like, oh, they're just dumb. Yeah, they don't mean to be insurrectionist idiots. So, and I think you know, you talk a lot about accepting how your brain operates differently, and so, like, do you think you could work on accepting the fact that, like, if Something, if you see something fucked up, you're going to talk about it. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. Because we live in a society where... We live in a society. <laughs> because look at the shit we're in now. And it's like, a lot of it's the result because people don't speak up enough. I, yeah, I, I, I don't want to, I don't want to anymore. It's... Sucks. It's so. It, I don't. I. I like. I want to not anymore. I'd like to not notice, and then be cool with not saying anything, like a bad person. Do you think you could do that? No, but I wish that I had that option. I wish that I could say it's like this is that scene in Civil War where he's like, you know, when I see a situation going south, I wish I could say nothing, and then he's like, mm-hmm. no, you don't, and he's like, yeah. But it sucks. I'm tired of ruining my own... I don't... I'm poor, Gene. I don't even have enough money to fuck over Wall Street. I was so sad this week. I was like, yeah. I want to be a part of this legion of assholes stealing from that the rich. That was crazy. That was still kind of happening. I still don't even understand <clears throat> what it is, but I'm just glad billionaires are losing money. Basically, I don't exactly know how a short works, but they... They either like buy stock. They bet that a, a company a stock will is, go this, down. This stock, we're gonna we're, they spend money basically making a bet that a stock will go down, <coughs> and then 
everyone on Reddit made it a meme to unnecessarily buy stock in so GameStop. It up. So it went up for you know, and a rising tide lift all boats, except for the hedge funds, hedge funds who lost somewhere between sixty and seventy billion dollars. Good. Now here's the crazy thing, like this is some people are holding and some people put in, you know, big money and some people made like fun money or, you know, four hundred grand or what some people made generational wealth. Really? There are some people who have come out of this as like the dot com boom or the gold rush or oil or like being an early settler to the United States. Like this is a moment in history where we're going to have like families wow. of generational wealth because of a fucking meme yeah. about stonks going to the moon. Yeah. And in like literally in a hundred years ago, like, oh, how did you, you know, oh, my grandfather uh, invested in GameStop in in twenty twenty one. Wow, and or or fucking AMC, yeah, Blockbuster, and like I'm talking like, because it went from four dollars to like four hundred thirty five. Maybe some people made billions. Wow, because remember, seventy billion of amount of wealth has went moved from, from hedge funds, hedge funds to, to the and the you know the masses. Yeah. Which is fucking nuts. That's, dude. That's how I this generation it. has built its wealth on fucking memes. I love it though, because it's like hit them where it hurts. Oh, I agree. I think it's the funniest thing in the world. And the, the fact that their reaction to this was to get on TV and just—it's not fair. Fuck you. Oh, eat a dick. Yeah. You were seriously. popping champagne when you destroyed seriously. the country in two thousand eight. This might be the way that our generation finally starts to take it back. Oh, I, this felt like a turning. Like, this whole month has been a month of, like, insane, um, like, historical moments. Yeah. And this one was the first one where I was like, I like this one. Yeah. This is the first in over a year where I've been like, oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. Oh, who got hurt? Fuck yeah. Because you know what? This, this Rich whole, people don't know sympathy. This whole government business system, they don't give a fuck about human rights. It's all about money. Dude... They literally bet a company was going to fail. Yeah. Like, it's how they were going to make their money. Yep. And they're upset. They're like, it's not fair. We need to be able to reposition our... It's like, no, you made a bet. And you and lost. You lost. And you lost because Fuck a bunch you. of fucking people on Reddit got together and were like, we're going to... And I really this hope shit. this shows people that, like, if... If the work and it's crazy, like conservatives and liberals are both, both against against the rich. And yes. when Robin Hood was like, "Hey, we're gonna you're not allowed to buy stocks anymore," everyone was like, "What the fuck is it this?" It united the country like nothing else has. It's amazing. It's really good. and I I'm I'm hopeful. I mean, I don't know. This seems like a turning point. It. I'm trying to think of like how this is gonna cascade. Into it, like, it's probably going to become even worse, become more of a nightmare. The rich are going to get richer, the poor. Are no, but get there poor. are people now like new. This our gen, this generation has now entered like ultra rich. Like some of this yeah, people have made who, it out big. Who do you think their alliances are going to be? With? I don't know, but it'll be interesting to see, don't you think? Yeah, if a bunch of edge lords on Reddit suddenly are part of the billionaire class, it's uh, going to change things. You don't think the billionaire class is already a bunch of edge lords on Reddit? Some of them. Like Elon Musk, do you think that guy's a very uh... Elon Musk was on the side of the masses, so I kind of enjoyed that. He was like really. I, listen, do you follow his tweets? I think I think Elon Musk is a jackass. He, yeah. however, of the billionaires, um, 
I, I, I at least enjoy what he's attempting to do. Like, I like it. It's cool when he lands rockets on boats. I know it's not him, but it's cool that he's spending his money. Because, like, Bezos is ostensibly doing the same shit, but I don't see SpaceX or whatever the fuck Amazon's one is. Um, They're not doing anything cool. Yeah. SpaceX is, like, landing massive rockets on boats and putting a satellite system to give poor people the internet. And while I don't agree... Yeah. Star, Statlink X or whatever is going to give, like, high-speed broadband internet to the entire country and world. Wow. So there's, like, a lot of cool shit that I'm, like... I'm glad this stuff is happening... I don't love the human rights abuses. I like that he's made batteries so good that it looks like we're gonna about to have an electric car revolution because oh, it's cheaper cool. to buy electric than it is gasoline now. Cool. And they last longer and the batteries are so powerful. I saw an article that said GM's going to switch to non-gasoline cars by 2030. And the whole U.S. fleet is going to be electric. Cool. So, like, all that is, like... I'm glad that stuff's happening. He is a jackass. Mm. And I don't like how he built his wealth. I mean, like, and I hate this rags to riches story. His, He's riches to more riches. His child's name is, like, I-G-88. Oh, he's also, like, a transphobe. Yeah. And he's, like, anti-pronouns and shit. And he's but his dating kid's that... name is, like, XXB. It's like, dude, you named your kid a dumb name. And, and he's then dating you're gonna... that girl Grimes? I don't know anything about that. She's, like, a pop singer. I don't Starlink from SpaceX. Starlink from SpaceX. That's what it's called. Um, um, what were you even talking about? We were talking about the stonks. Stonks, yeah, that was a thing. It's it's exciting. It's nice to like have a uh. I mean, it's been kind of it's everywhere. It's like all anyone can talk mm-hmm. about because this is like the financial collapse of two thousand eight, but like not in reverse. In reverse, yeah. It's just fucking the rich. And yeah, it's like, good, dude. Good. This, this is like. Take it all. Take more. And mm-hmm. I. And now Wall Street bets and like they can shut down the the servers and the discords. It's like, but people have just seen that you can that hit if them. you make a meme. Yeah. And like I don't think we're unless they do like severe regulations. And if they do, it's just going to piss more people off. Mm-hmm. That's why I was I was glad to see like AOC was like we need to investigate Robinhood that they clearly just manipulated the market. I hope they do. I hope we see people go to jail. Yeah. I I doubt we will, but. Who fucking knows now? I the world but, is but like is what wacky. a time to have no money. Like literally, <laughs> I know. I was like, God, could I just have like four thousand bucks to throw in? Because that would have made. I noticed this like a week ago because I'm on Reddit all the time. And if I, you know, I'm tired of missing the bubble. I missed Bitcoin, Dogecoin. I don't know. That shit is Bit- so. Like I feel like if I put in some money now, I would just lose it. Yeah, well now, but. It, like, dude, my when I got back from overseas, my buddy's like, "You got like thirty grand. You should put. You should help me build a, a Bitcoin mine, and like we could make." I was like, "Eh, that's not going anywhere." Wrong. Really? <laughs> yeah. I just keep missing the boat. Yeah, dude. You're too busy starting drama at the drama department. I'm too busy Eastern putting a. I'm too University. busy painting a target on my back. Yeah, bro. Everywhere I go all the time. I'm I'm such a protagonist because I never win mm-hmm. and I'm always trying to do the right thing. You're like the wandering get, samurai. That's why I hate that fucking series. Yeah, dude. A guy who who cares about people who just keeps getting beaten down, yeah. no thanks. Yeah, dude. You're gonna find the village one day that you will save. That's the crazy thing. I see it in you. Ugh. 
You're gonna you're gonna find your purpose. Yay, I'm so excited I, for that. I don't know, and, and and whether you want to or not, you're gonna find it and you're gonna prevail and you're gonna you know how in the original Star Wars poster, Luke is like holding up the lightsaber and like Leia is like at his side, like draped over him in a very I'm your sister way? Yeah. That's going to be you, bro. I hope with not my sister. Well, I mean, you know, some other relative or something. (laughs) I I, I don't know. That's going to be you and you're going to be like, you know what? It was all worth it. He was right. He was fucking right. This is in memory of Gene. Yeah. Who died doing what he loved. <laughs> skateboarding. Oh, God. He never gave up skateboarding. Yeah, dude. He managed to get that 900 after all. Fuck yeah, dude. Right into a trash compactor Fuck where he yeah. violently died. Died, yeah. God, yeah. he screamed for hours. Yeah, bro. That's gonna be you. Oh. Uh, are we... Um, Are we good? <laughs> we haven't talked about the movie... I know, but let's be real here. It was. Do you even want to? Largely no. I, um, I wrote some notes. I I thought that the grenades were a bit much. <laughs> they were like grenades that would like suck people into a hole, and they would violently scream oh, as they yeah. were reduced to like. And I was like, "This is a lot." Uh, the old man was naked. Oh yeah. <laughs> what? I don't know. I noticed that the whole movie fluctuates between, like, space sci-fi, high drama Shakespeare to this, like, rom-com. Yeah! This, like, goofy rom-com. And they would do it, like, I wrote Mm -hmm. a couple of them down. Um, I liked it at first. Uh, I wrote down, uh, I wrote down, whoosh, new battle axe. (laughs) Kinda love it. Actor with the rapier changed. Did you notice that? It was a different... One of the Warriors 3 was a different actor. Oh, no. Yeah, see? It's forgettable. Yeah. Um, I wrote, opening, Lord of the Rings, but a bit worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I wrote, pew, pew, pew. Yeah. Because the whole... Anytime there was a battle scene... I... I've written a science fiction fantasy series. Yeah. Okay? I... So... Humble brag. No, I'm... I... With that said... I... Every time it was guys with swords and shields, and then a guy with a gun would yeah, come out. Yeah. It seemed like the guy with the gun always, always wins. wins. Yeah. And I was like, I I like like the aesthetic of like Asgard as these like ancient and, weapons, ancient weapons yeah. but they're they're super like high tech sci fi because the shields had like glowy shields on them, and the mm-hmm. and the swords would like light up. But they were like getting their ass hands right, like to a them dude with a rocket with launcher, a rocket launcher. Yeah. And I'm like, well, no fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> So watching this movie... Oh, fuck. I'm on 10% battery. Oh, no. Do you have a charger? Well, it's charging my phone. Bro, can you just spare a little battery? Or I guess. Unplug my... Well, it's, it's, it's recording us. Oh. All right. Well, never mind. Isn't it charged fully? Can Probably. You, you want to... Rec- yeah, go grab it. All right. Them. Okay. Why do you have to yell? Because I'm angry. Just charge it a little bit. Let's see. What else did I write down? Um, Was this before or after Guardians of the Galaxy? Right before. Okay, because it felt very, like, influenced by it. Does that make sense? Uh, There was a spaceship chase scene. Yeah. 
So I felt like they were kind of like, oh, well, that movie was popular. Let's try to ape some of that Either shit. Either this one came out right... No, third, no, because Guardians of the Galaxy, I think, was 2014. Oh. I wrote... Oh, I, I underlined, merriment is often a bigger burden than battle. I like that line. Oh, oh, when he's, like, celebrating afterwards. Yeah, and he's yeah. like, I don't want to celebrate. I, I'm sad about a girl. And I was like, movie. like, that's Pat. That's Pat. That is Pat, right? Wasn't this yeah. whole movie just sad Pat? Yeah. Um... I like when Anthony Hopkins, Thor Am Smith... Am I Thor? Because he also gets fat. Oh, don't fat shame yourself, please. Uh, Anthony Hopkins said illness is the most defining trait of human beings. Hmm. I was like, damn, that's deep. I uh, actually like fat Thor. I think it's a nice metaphor for depression. The uh, First, my, my number one issue, why are these guys called elves? Elves are... I hear they're dark elves. I hear elves and I think of Santa. No, elves of like ancient elves. El, el, there's nothing threatening about an elf. What, these I are, know they were a class in World of Warcraft. No, these are like Norse elves. It's like one of the it, nine it just, races. It's like okay, it's what like are you dwarves, gonna make some fucking elves. Christmas stockings? No, they're like not tiny. Like if so, if someone like if someone ran in here right now was like, oh my god, they're coming, and you'd be like, who? And they'd be like, elves. I'd be like. You and I have a different view of what an elf is. I, just the word elf. Elf on a shelf. Yeah, I, I don't associate elves with like Christmas. I think of like humanoids that live for a long time. That's that's weird. They also look stupid. They do look stupid. I'll they have these like weird like weird white mask faces, and they. I don't. I think they didn't want to go with the. Uh, they're black skinned. Yes, for obvious yeah, reasons. Because no, yeah, that's yeah. how that's that's what D and D was like. Look, these are our black elves. Yeah, and they are they are canonically evil. Yeah, and everyone's yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Hey, that's not okay. Yeah. Um, I wrote um, Heimdall's a badass. There was that like one scene. The- I wrote down horrifying screaming limb grenades. There's like a couple scenes where they throw a grenade and it like makes like a black hole and like two soldiers will get sucked into it and they scream violently for like 30 seconds while they while they die. Really? Yeah, it was awful. And they did it a couple times. Uh floating bus question mark? Oh yeah, physics is crazy. Yeah, that I that I wrote funeral to wild comedy insane asylum scene. What was that? There was like a scene where they're doing the funeral and they're oh, like his lift, mom? and they're lifting stars and then it cut to Selvig in an insane asylum explaining. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, and yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. These are some hard tone. Hard. Shirts. Yeah. The whole movie was like very tonally confused. There's another part where uh, Thor was like, "I wish I could trust you." And he's like, trust my rage. And then it immediately cut to a comedy scene. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I, I, I want to say this. One of the things... So I thought this movie was going to be like Thor and Jane love each other, but they can't be together. But then Thor goes to Earth and then takes her and then they're together. And it's it's sort of like when Jim and Pam got together. You're like, all right, there's no more tension. They're just now well, dating. Well, I think it was supposed to be like, you can't be with her because she's immortal, a mortal. And then, and then he's like, oh, conveniently, she's stumbled on an Infinity Stone, so I have an excuse to bring her here. And, and then at the end of the movie, he's like, hey, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to date the mortal. Yeah. And his dad is like, oh, that's fine. Well, that's not really his dad. 
Cause yeah, it's Loki. which was really confusing too. Because like his dad died, but Loki. Yeah, he's not dead, but well, he will be soon. That is whatever. Uh, oh yeah, and then the whole Natalie Portman like sneezing up the red dust that gave her superpowers. It's like, isn't this the Dark Phoenix saga basically? Eh, no, sort of. It's the it's the the Reality Stone, which for one for whatever reason is a liquid. Whatever. I like how this whole movie was them being like, how are we going to get this out of her? <laughs> and then in Endgame, they just have like a tube. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that Rocket goes and just... It, it was very half-baked. Um, it, it's, it was just like, I don't know. Like, there's none of the moments that you'd expect from like a superhero film or like the character... Like, Thor didn't get any new powers. No. He didn't lose his powers no. and get them back. He no. didn't question himself. He was no. just like, I'm sad about Jane. And then... and the, But then he gets Jane. And then he's... And the tension's gone. I have to say, it's it's like, how many scenes are, are you going to have of Jane just watching him have a horrible day? Yeah, was, yeah. Uh, like, his mom dies, and he's like, oh, no. And yeah. she's just, like, in the background, like... Yikes. Yeah. And then, and then his brother ostensibly dies, and he's like, Loki, no! And she's just standing there, and I'm like, God, there is some trauma bonding when, happening when, here. When Thor... So, Thor... I, I really, truly struggled to follow the story of this movie, because I kept checking TikTok to see <laughs> why I wasn't getting that many views. And so they go to the elf world, and... You know, everyone's like, Loki's going to betray you. And Thor says, yeah, I'm counting on it. They go to Elf World and Loki, like, looks like he betrays him, stabs him with the dagger. But then, pow, 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 Thor and Loki were working together to fool the elves. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, why did Loki... Does it... (sighs) And then... Because Loki wants vengeance for his mom... Oh, that's why. I, I, I don't know. I try not to put too much. I think Loki's a more fun character if you don't try to think about it too much. He's just going to betray everyone. Yeah. That's how it works. That's, you know, that's kind of what Thor is to me. Like, you know, it's not, Thor's not a, like, Spider-Man's a character where you want to get into the mythology. He has a world. You know, he has Harry Osborn and he works with Dr. Kurt Connors and Dr. Otto Octavius and Aunt May and Uncle Ben and Flash Gordon and he goes to high school and he lives in Queens and you want to get absorbed in that world. Thor, you're just like, I just want to see a big guy, big Norse looking dude, hit some lightning, blow up some monsters. You're, I don't you're gonna love Ragnarok. Oh, really? It it literally gets rid of all of the supporting cast from okay. these two movies. Good. And it's just like Nah. Yeah. Uh, nerds to all that. Because, cause like... you Do you know anything about Ragnarok? I, I, I know Jeff Goldblum's in it. Oh. It, it basically is a... So they made the first movie and people were like, meh. And then Avengers came out and people were like, he's fun. Mm-hmm. It's cool that he's there because we like Thor. And yeah. then this movie came out and it was like a resounding meh. Yeah. And then Age of Ultron, same problem. And then I think they were like, what do we do with this character and they gave him to taika waititi and he just completely 
disassembles him and then like reconstitutes him as an interesting character really? which I think you because you watched Infinity War and Endgame yeah, so. and Thor is much more interesting in both yeah. of those movies oh absolutely and it's because of everything Ragnarok like sets up that uh, okay. and like sets up his new tone and like kind of like make because I think they figured out right around now that Chris Hemsworth is a really good comedic actor yes because he does Ghostbusters and he's just comedy and um, he kind of, I like the, I like the idea that he's this very serious guy until he meets the Avengers mm-hmm. and then hanging out with like Tony Stark has made him more quippy. Yes. Cause that's Ragnarok is like, okay. you're, I think you'll really like And it. I know the Hulk's in it. Yes. Right. Smart okay. Hulk. Talking Hulk. Okay, cool. Baby talk Hulk. Um, yo, and we got to do a Spider-Man movie and yeah, and I, I hate to say it, but we we might got to do one of those Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. I fucking hate... I never liked him as Spider-Man. Even as a kid. Not even the original 2002 Spider-Man. I don't like Tobey Maguire as Spider-Man. Oh, bro. Are you... What... What? Like, what... what I just what's didn't. What's wrong with you? I don't know. You think Last Jedi is a bad movie. What's wrong with you? Oh, my... It's, it's the worst movie it's I've ever not. seen. It's not. You just entire. hate women. So what? You want to do the new Spider-Mans? Yeah, they're the best ones. They're not bad, but I mean those Tobey Maguire ones, man. Those were like like generation defining. Yeah, I guess I just didn't. Ugh. Dude, when and and he's like bickering when fucking. What's I his watched name? him. What's his name? Plays Harry Osborn. I just don't. What's I what, don't. What's like, the actor's name? Oh, um, Sean Connery. No, J- James James Franco. Yeah, dude, the Franco Maguire, and then who, who's the actress who plays MJ? Uh, Beyonce. Beyonce. That triangulation, and then you have the father, Harry Osborn, who's played by Willem Dafoe. Like, it's so good. It's Ugh. so good, dude. Ugh. You're the... Like, these new Spider-Mans are good, but he's like too... It's, too, it's like it's like Stranger Things, but with... I like, I like a young, uh... Awkward Peter more than like a date rapey Peter. I you don't that... think Tobey Maguire's young and awkward? No, he's more of like, I well to be fair, the original Spider Man was a bit of like a. He was an incel. He was an incel. And I but I prefer the like young genius version of because there's different like yeah, yeah, there's yeah. different versions of the character. I prefer the Peter Parker who's like a young scrappy. Genius. Everything's everything's the world's against him. I don't like when he's like an incel. You don't, I don't want to root know for what, him. You I don't know, root for Tobey Maguire. You know this what sucks. I'm what I'm sensing here is, and you know we've been dancing around this issue, but we, we have to just address it. Is that the version of Spider Man you're talking about is the Jewish Spider Man? Right? <laughs> he's Christ. he's 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 young. He's nerdy. He doesn't know how to talk to women. Are you women. implying that all Jewish men are incels? No. No, I'm implying that Tobey Maguire, you know, whose real name is like Saul Holzenberg, he's the Jewish Spider-Man. And then Marvel came along and were like, no, we need to clean this up. We're going to make Aunt May hot. And, <laughs> which, first of all, which is who, an odd decision. who the fuck thought that would be a good idea? Aunt May's She's not, not hot. That, first of all, Marissa Tomei is not that much younger than the actress that played the original Aunt May. At the time that she played, oh, but you, Aunt May is like like, ten years difference. Is like no, and and then the whole joke is like 
And first of all, Spider-Man's not supposed to be friends with Iron Man. He doesn't I like pal that. around. I like that uh, di- that dynamic. But this, he, how is he supposed to be a young, s- scrappy Jewish kid from Queens? Is if he his supposed best to be friend, Jewish? Oh, he's he's definitely Jewish. Is he? I always read him as being Jewish. Oh. I mean, I know Superman's like the the the. The Jewish power fantasy immigrant with yeah, all the powers. Yeah, but I didn't, Super, I never Superman, saw... Superman's not human enough to be anything, really. He was mean. literally a Jewish power fantasy written by two Jewish I know, men. I know, I know. It's like the whole point is he's an immigrant. What if an immigrant had all the powers? Yeah. Then we'd be... What if a Jew could throw the moon? <laughs> yeah, dude. I never read that in Spider-Man. I mean, I know he was you created... You never did. You never... He's like... He, he's dominated by guilt. Oh, that... Yeah, I guess Come that. on, that's... You know, I always saw Spider-Man as like the character most people could relate to. relate to, yeah. because he's just a down on his luck, exactly, and being everything about it is just him trying to hold up. He's like a good kid who's yeah. just trying to spin too many plates, exactly. He's trying to take care of his old aunt, and he's trying to get a get a degree, and he's trying to sell papers. Yeah, I, I mean, I he's guess great. that's Jewish, but I, I, he was like my favorite character growing up. Oh, he's great. He's great. So I just. Found him to be like universally relatable. Do you ever relate to the X Men? A little. I didn't read them a lot growing up. Why not? I just didn't read Rex. Like I just gravitated towards Spider Man comics yeah. when I was a kid. I always thought X Men were cool. I liked the movies because they they kind of had that Harry Potter thing where it's like once you hit puberty, you realize that you're like this super powered being and you're different from everyone else. So you get taken away to this special school. But unlike Harry Potter, where it got like really silly and stupid, like at Charles Xavier's like school for gifted younger youngsters, you would like shoot lasers out of your eyes. And I was always taken by in X two. There's a scene where like a kid has they, a, has they like break a, into the house. No, the SWAT no, no. Team? no, no. There's a beginning of the movie. All the kids are at like a museum, and one mm-hmm. kid sticks out his tongue, and he has a forked tongue. Yeah, and that's like it. That's his superpower. But dude, and I was like that fucking sucks that like you dude no fuck you imagine that you're like 13 and you find out you're a mutant and you're like oh my god can i like travel through time or walk through walls or create ice with my hands or light myself on fire you have a fucking forked tongue you don't know that's your whole power you he could have whole thing he could have other powers what about the kid who could change the channels by blinking dude okay the best does he want that power i just stay up all night and i blink to change the channels on a tv until the swat team comes in when when the swat team breaks into the house special school because i can change the channels with my blinks and they and and that kid turns and he gets shot in the neck with the tranquilizer dart <laughs> is the funniest scene I've ever seen in any movie. I laughed so hard. It makes when me I saw feel that. so bad because it means that like that kid gets all the bullshit. He could he could, he could have other powers. He doesn't. How do you know that? Because then he would have been an X-Men. He he's like 15 years Stop old. Stop slamming just, your hands. Just we're, this you, is the 17th episode of our podcast. I know. I know. Um, I just want to say, oh, <laughs> there was a scene in this movie. There was a scene in this movie when they're picking up Eric, the old man from the asylum. Have you ever seen Austin Powers? Yeah. When when Austin Powers is collecting his, <laughs> he's like, and here's one Swedish penis enlarger signed 
Austin Powers. And he's like, that's not mine. He's like, and here's one manual. My Swedish penis enlarger in me. This sort of thing is my bag, baby. I I don't know why I just thought of that scene. (laughs) It was, that was my favorite part of the movie was remembering that scene from Austin Powers. Um, I liked how checked out I got by the end. Yeah. Where Thor is holding like a, like a, like a science pole. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. And he's like running into a, he's like, they're like, we can't get to him. And Thor's like, I can. And I was like, I have no idea. Yeah. What, what the pole what the fuck is, is happening. or like, what the f- And I was just sitting there and I was just like, what? There wasn't even a scene where like Thor loses to Malekith and yeah. then like comes back stronger or like learns that working with the hue. There's just none of that. He just he like fights him and he leaves and then and at the end he's just like I I'm fucking Thor. Yeah. His I guess the low point if we want to do the hero's journey this movie largely didn't have his one. mom dies that's the thing like but it doesn't spur him on to change yeah it's just a sad thing that happens to thor you're and, like that sucks your mom's dead clearly you and loki liked your mom yeah but it's also unclear but he didn't fail it's not like oh man if thor had just been a better yeah maybe is because like in spider-man uncle ben dies, dies because, because Peter fucks yeah, up yeah because toby mcguire yeah, so. because Toby Maguire, the real Spider Man, the real Jewish Spider Man. Yeah, Toby Mc Goldberg. <laughs> Dude, we're watch we're watching that Spider Man. I'm gonna put my foot down. You are right next to the mic. Yeah, I hope that's making. I hope when you move them around, people can hear it. So was this movie war porn? Yeah, really? you didn't think so. All the battle scenes of just like me checking non- my phone, nonsensical <laughs> battles and. Laser beams. Yeah, but, pew pew slash prank. But there choo, really choo. was no like military technology. Dude, there were dudes with like RPGs and laser guns, and but it was, it was so... there's like anti aircraft battery batteries. And... Yeah, the spaceship chase scene in Asgard. Which, first of all, they have spaceships in Asgard. Yeah, they're like aliens. It was pretty cool. Yeah. I was like watching it and I was like, I should like this more. Yeah. You know what I think it was is I just didn't care. Like there was nothing mm-hmm. happening that I was that invested in. Yeah. Cause it it Cause like the the like the crux of the movie was like, oh no, Jane's got this like thing thing in her and we don't know how to get it out. And then like, oh no, the bad guys are here, and I'm like, yeah, but like do you think whatever Jane had could have been, and this is me putting on my Freud cap, oh God, could have been have to, could have been this. an allegory for like PMS or menstruating? No, because Freud is a <laughs> shitty psychologist. Here's Why the, do you bring him up? Like here, you, I, Freud. I, I'm worried that you spent a lot of time on this. This like Freud actually debunked. he. He like people say he's debunked, but he developed a lot of ideas that people later clarified. That Good, they still let's use. let's use the clarified ones. Okay, a psycho. You, own, you never bring them up. Yeah, because I don't remember their names because they're stupid. You keep bringing <laughs> up the guy who's like, maybe it's all about wanting to fuck his mom. Hey, you know why do you think she, he was so upset when she died? I mean, come on. But no, so Jane gets this thing. It's reality stone. 
And 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 they're like, we don't know what's wrong with her. And he brings her brings her to his home, and she like sneezes out this like red blood and it's like this weird mysterious thing that all the men around her don't understand literally women it was women treating her oh i I didn't pick up on that no because you were too busy trying to force this weird (laughs) creepy metaphor i I don't know literally she literally got brought in and it was only women working on her okay whatever I will say this. And then you know who noticed what the problem was? A man. Yeah. Odin was like, I recognize this. No, but he misdiagnosed her, right? No, he just didn't believe anything was wrong until she explosively shoved a bunch of people back. Which just shows, like, how, like, women are sort of, they, you know, they're constantly misdiagnosed and placed into this box by this male patriarchal authority. No, I don't authority. think they were going for that in this And then, and movie then she's like, no, thing. I am this woman. Nope. And like, this is like, n- this is normal and I'm powerful it and isn't, strong. It, but it wasn't normal. Nor was she strong. It was murdering I, her. I, 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 I don't know. That's, You're wrong. that's your perspective on it. Okay, so she gets, uh, she gets aggressively invaded by an alien, Whoa, ancient. Let's reframe that. She, you know, that's what you she think displays, menstruating is. I mean, she doesn't I don't display. Know. She I, doesn't. I can't it's not speak a, for it. I've never done it. Are you? Are you doing a bit? Are you? <laughs> I'm doing, not sure. Are you doing a shitty bit? I'm uh, a shitty bit. It might be a brilliant bit. It's not brilliant because you you're just you are purposefully ignoring the text of the film to be like, but what if? Freud. I don't know. I'm just saying. This is how I. So see she walks. She she travels across time and space through a rift in space time, where she finds an ancient weapon, which then grafts itself onto her against her will, mm-hmm. and then causes her harm and is killing her until it's uh, forcibly removed by another dude. So I don't think that that is a you. So you don't you don't think there was any? I think you just saw a floating red liquid and were like floating. Hmm, (laughs) hmm, red liquid and a woman. What does that make me think of? Period blood. But you don't what what you just described. You don't see any like sexual allegories for like. So your idea of sex is an alien being forcing itself on you, killing you from the inside, and then being removed by another alien. Alien. Yes, because that's your idea of sex. Because human beings have these primal sexual urges that they just don't know why, but they're fully consumed by them and it's what keeps our life force going and how does that in any way compare to this thing that's murdering her because it which does not make her more powerful by the way because it, in a way it is this sort of like life and death have a similar energy and so that the act of giving birth is very violent doesn't so that, give birth I know, I'm just, I'm going on a tangent here. And so the act of giving, creating life is itself a violent act so that violence and life are almost intertwined. And there's really like, reaching here. I, I, I am. No, I, I, but I see I own it. I own it. And like, <laughs> it's like this sort of the inherent violence of existing and life itself is, is death. Uh-huh. It's like this contradiction that's sure. Born. Now, how does that have to do with the magical space gem? 
the, the space gem is is one of the well because it's like stones. where where did where did life come from where did human beings come from are you a magical, a magical space gem. space ooze space ooze space ooze gem the primordial ooze just think about it i know i i know it sounds insane but there is but there okay are... so is it is it an allegory for menstruation or is it an allegory for life and also Here, here's the thing if... i think you're just trying to argue so far from the point that you're just like yeah i mean in a way i'm I, right I, see like i kind of had a point sort of you didn't. And I started to do a bit, but then I started to do a thing. I was like, I think there might be a point here. There really isn't. And and the the thing you is... You want to get the chat? Is, you know, women contain within themselves the power to give life. Sure. That and this, can agree this on. since the beginning of human civilization, has been a force that has stymied men. They don't understand it, which is why they have felt the need to subvert women because they're so intimidated by it. So they interpret the it as reality being, stone or pregnancy. I'm talking about the women's ability to give life. And how does that f- have anything to do so this with the magical space? Woman, it, uh-huh. it, let's forget where, like, let's just look at the fact, the objective situation. The, she got infected with this raw energy. Anytime they tried to move towards her body, it would explode back towards them. And they immediately interpreted this as she's violent, she's crazy, and she must be sequestered in this dungeon bedroom or whatever none of that happened i I, i'm pretty sure some of it happened no when i was checking between instagram checking (laughs) you are unbelievably wrong they bring her to a hospital and then they look at her but there was a scene where they tried to and thor was like no don't touch her yeah and he touches her goes yeah okay that's the end of that scene yeah women and that's like that's like men trying to control women, oh even though God. women have the energy. They have the fate the of humanity liter- in their the hands. The literal point of the movie is that she shouldn't have it in her. So the text of the film is that like she's been infected by this force that is m- killing her and hurting others and is bad. And yeah. you're like, that's women's virality. But, but, but the thing is, 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 the text of the film is problematic. <laughs> oh, God. Right? So you're... Oh, no. <laughs> see? I don't see. I think you're... I think much you're like, much like the, so the Dark Phoenix saga in the X-Men was a story of a woman who became too powerful. But that's not what the story is. Which is a reoccurring... Like, if, if you look at the election in 2016... Not what this story is about, though. See, they... It wasn't about Donald Trump. It was about society saying we don't want a woman who's overly powerful. But this didn't give her powers. It just made her well, weaker. It kind of did. It, what powers? Well, when they walked towards her, they so all sometimes exploded. when people tried to grab her, they got they, pushed away. Yeah. And other than that, it was eating her alive. And every single dialogue was like, "We gotta get this out of her. It's killing her." That's power, baby. It eats you alive. So what? So basically, what you're saying is women shouldn't have power. No, that is something because you that was just the, said. that was the text of the film was that. But I said the that text this of the particular film, woman shouldn't have this power inside of her. I said, the, and you're like, whoa, that's femininity. I said the text of the film was problematic. So the, the film should have ended with Natalie Portman saying, 
Fuck you, Thorn. Fuck you, Odin. And fuck you, elves and Loki. I am woman. I, I, I own this power. And I'm going to take over Asgard. I like And her. everyone's a oh. lesbian now. <laughs> Man, woman, and child she are uses, all lesbians. She uses the reality stone yes. to turn everyone into lesbians. Yes. That's what the film should have like been. I like how you made a shitty, <laughs> off-kilter, bad take. And then we're like, the text of the film is problematic because yes. it doesn't fit yes. my shitty take. Yes. My... I didn't really pay attention to the film. Yes. This has all the energy of a kid who didn't read the book giving a book report. <laughs> yes. Like, you yeah, clearly yeah. read the back cover, yeah. and you're like, the reason yeah. everybody are, is so mad at the grapes. <laughs> <laughs> that is, that, you know what? That is a perfect joke you just made. That was such a good joke. God damn. That was good. It took us three hours, but damn. This, this whole episode was a, was a lead up to that. That was a Grapes joke. of Wrath joke, it was, right? Yeah. That was, see? That was perfect. That was fucking brilliant. <laughs> Damn. You see, it's about women. <laughs> and, and women are angry because of their inherent femininity. And that's why they're so angry at the grapes. Yes. Yes. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I, I will say... I gotta see the chat. <laughs> I have yeah. to read what people are saying about your stupid fucking take. They're probably like, he's right. What did they say? Um, they liked the lesbian comment. Thank you. Um, every They really liked the lesbian. A lot of that. Yeah, see? Someone said they think they're as drunk as you. <laughs> which, is, which is pretty funny. That's <laughs> pretty Somebody said something about a menstrual cup. Yo, which these... Which I didn't really need. These... Muscle relaxes really work. <laughs> they relax your brain. <laughs> I think therapy analysis gene is shotgun your... Oh, they're trying to come up with a drinking game based on the podcast. <laughs> That's great. Is largely what I, I think. I Okay, scrolling up more is a lot of gene no. <laughs> gene acting like Gumby here. Gumby? Yeah, always flexible. Oh, yeah. See, I'm... <laughs> If you're always flexible, you're always right. Somebody was talking about um, Prometheus, which was a movie about that, sort of. About fem- femininity? Nah, there's a woman who, like, gets infected with a thing, and then she gives birth, sort of, to an alien through, like, a C-section. And it, it's more of that theme, but it's also pretty shittily done. Shittily, yeah. I will say, so, going back to Spider-Man, which is a movie we didn't watch for this podcast, (laughs) there's always a scene in every Spider-Man movie where Peter Parker um, discovers his powers, and he's in his bedroom. And it's usually the web, web stuff, and Aunt May is knocking on the door, and she's like, Peter, what are you doing in there? And he's like, nothing, no, stay out. And every time I see that movie, I think, that's about masturbation. That is 100% about masturbation. I mean, yeah, it's usually the joke. Teenage masturbation. It is, and it's like, that's what that whole movie's about. It's about a young boy discovering himself sexually. I don't think it's the whole movie. <laughs> I think... I like how if there's one <laughs> scene that you can, like, obnoxiously shove Freud into, you're like, the whole movie is about... A young boy's 
sexual indiscretion. Okay, do you... All right. The man with the octopus arms oh, wh- on his What back. do you think... What Those do you think that represents? Metal penises. Yes, thank you. Those are his four. This this older man with who, his four who metal he, dicks. He must oedic plea overcome. I don't think that's a word. Yeah. Have you ever? Do you know the philosopher Zizek Slavoj Zizek? Vaguely. He has a movie called The Pervert's Guide to Cinema, where he does Freudian breakdowns. Of movies, you should watch it. I don't want to. And you I would think Freud's a hack. You would be like, okay, Gene is totally right. I wouldn't. I would watch the movie and go, this guy is obsessed with telling everyone that Freud is correct. But it's 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 just like there's 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 a sexual context to every single. I'm movie. shocked you don't have more to say about Thor's hammer. Thor's hammer. It's a phallic symbol. It's his penis. It's his penis. What comes out of it? Lightning. That's sperm. Right? I <laughs> And plus and I wanted to go back to there's the gay porn scene, which is they cut what? they cut to a bowl of fruit and Chris Hemsworth doesn't have a shirt on for some reason. Oh yeah yeah yeah. And that I mean that's a gay porn scene right there. And it's just you, like a, you think that anytime a man doesn't have a shirt on oh, it's co- a gay porn but scene. But that was done Hold in, on. it was anytime a man is shirtless. It's gay porn. No, I did not say that, you're sir. Words I think that you you're putting perhaps words, you're putting are viewing those scenes through a particular no, no, lens. No, 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 no. I the, didn't think it was porn at the all. The lighting and he like wait, grabs wait, wait, a banana I, suggestively. Did he grab a banana? I don't no, think I, he did. I, I, don't, I don't think he grabbed. I wrote tummy food. porn. Tummy porn. Thank you. You know who else appreciates a good tummy? Women. You don't think any ladies were like... But here's... here. Okay, here's the thing. Think this is true. And this is true. This is true because it's something I thought of a couple of months ago. So, we talked about the male gaze, right? We talked about the male gaze today, Gene. The male gaze, how they like objectify women and they have to look a certain way. But the male gaze also applies to men's bodies. Yeah. So that when you see Chris Hemsworth shirtless... It's not what women want a guy to look like without a shirt on. It's what men want a guy to look like without a shirt on. That's why that's a homoerotic scene. All right, I'll give that to you. Right? I wouldn't call it gay porn. I know. I, I just wrote that shorthand in my journal. <laughs> but... Okay, are we are we good? Where are we at? We're at three, three hours. hours. That's probably... Do you have anything left Do you want to talk about in the movie? Or at all? Did we finish all of the threads of the different I, conversations? I, Chat. Did we forget anything that you want us to finish? Did we? Did we? Did we leave a conversation thread hanging as we so often do? Yeah. Yeah. Did we ever finish up the diagnosis question? What was the question? You asked why I was so insistent on getting one. Well, I think you did answer it that it would give you. Um, Sort of like, like a kind of a validation. I don't know if validation's the right word. I mean, yes, I would feel validated if somebody were like, hey, that thing that you've been convinced of is true. Yeah. That'd be nice. But more I think it would be like, I think of it as like, um, like an anchor point where I can be like, okay, I know that my brain does this. Mm-hmm. 
So when it does something, because like, so for me, there's a difference between how an autistic brain and an ADHD brain handles uh, problems. Like, a, a, and if I'm wrong here, you know, correct me, and I don't, you know, this is just my understanding, is that an ADHD person, if they're not interested in something, they have a hard time concentrating. Or if it, if they don't, if it doesn't have a high enough, like, value to them... For, for an autistic person, if they don't want to do something, they just won't concentrate on it. Their brain just, like, won't accept that. And I find that all the time. Like, there are just certain things that I just won't do. And no matter how much I'm like, I need to do this thing, it's important, my brain's just like, nah, fuck that. I'm, I don't, I'm never going to give you the, we're never going to concentrate on this ever. And I, it's frustrating. And I'm like, that's not exactly how it seems to be with ADHD. A lot of ADHD people I know, like, go and get degrees and stuff and, like, find a way. And I seem to have, like, impetuses working against me that don't clearly fall under an ADHD purview. Because I've been on the fucking stimulants and I've mm-hmm. taken them all. And I still found I had the same problems even with the stimulants and i'm like so i don't think this is just an adhd thing so i you know i i would say depending on how difficult the process is is try to get tested it's thousands of dollars really it's a lot of money and weeks of work which i don't want to do that's the other thing i don't really want to go through all that rigorous testing damn Really? To just get to see if you're on the spectrum? Mm-hmm. It's like weeks of tests, apparently. That's That sucks. It does suck. They should make tests like that way more widely available. I think that's oh, I one agree. thing we can all agree on. It shouldn't be... That's all medicine. Yeah. It shouldn't be hard to figure out, like... Yeah. Hey, what's... But that's like everybody has problems trying to get diagnoses. Like, ADHD is a hard diagnosis, especially in women. Pretty much every mental disorder, or whatever you want to call them, mental uh, hoop to what's it, yeah. is more difficult to diagnose in women. Alright, well, I just totally blanked. But, that's fine. Well, I guess that, that settles that. Um, it, eh, choose. <laughs> Alright. I think we're good. I have to pee. I also have I have some sessions tomorrow, so I do need to get a good night's sleep. On Saturday? Yeah. I meet clients every day of the week. Oh, wow. Are we doing Ragnarok tomorrow? Yeah. Hell night. Okay. Well, I guess we'll wrap it up then. Uh, thanks to all our patrons. Pat- oh, yeah. Uh, find us on Patreon.com, www.patreon.com slash Podcast. Uh, find us on Twitter. Find uh, Patrick on TikTok at Patrick J Lawler. Uh, he's, you know, comment on his shit. <laughs> tell, yeah, tell me, tell me how I who's how, offending? how I've personally offended you. Yeah. Today. Yeah. Yeah. Tell him to drink water. Maybe I should try to like, I, I should keep a running tally of the things that I offend yeah. people, and like maybe I could go for like a hat trick and just yeah. like everything. Maybe I'll be like Mr. Burns. I'll be so offensive in so many categories that it'll be like, you can't pick just one. Yeah. You're not like, well, he's racist. I'll be like, no, he's like transphobic, racist, racist. homophobic, yeah. Uh, yeah. anti-Semitic. Yeah. Uh, 
anti-immigrant. Yeah, xenophobic. Xenophobic. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, definitely misogynistic. misogynistic fatphobic. Fatphobic. Shortphobic. Shortphobic. Um, uh, ableist. Uh, Mexican-phobic. Oh, yeah. He really hates... <laughs> La- that? Lat- Latin phobic. He hates La- lesbians. Latina phobic. He hates lesbians. Is there a word for hating on the specifically Latino people? Did they get a word? Is xenophobic the Z- word? Yeah. I th- Is that what we just use in America? Z- well, xenophobic means you're afraid of foreigners. Yeah, but like most of the foreigners in the, at least the southern Are United you implying that Mexicans are aliens? Isn't that the... Um, the ones who immigrate here are, aren't they? Isn't any foreigner? I feel like an alien? you should really be canceled. Isn't any foreigner an alien? Like if you move here from Britain and you're uh, my mom moved here from Poland. Is she an alien? Yes. How dare you? I think I, I don't know how it works. I don't. Is it just Latino? Is there a so, word? So wait, for okay, hating? okay, wait, wait, wait. So you're allowed to talk at your ass about this shit, but <laughs> as soon as I'm like Natalie Portman is a strong. Young, beautiful woman, and who was obviously menstruating, and that was the team. You're out of pocket, buddy. That just sentence right there was so fucking bad. (laughs) I'm like, hey, is there a word for if you hate Latino people? And you're like, Natalie Portman was obviously (laughs) menstruating. And it's like, oh, oh, you, you think those two things are? It's just like, why do you get to like? disparage an entire race of people and i'm just like yeah i i don't I, think i am you know but you're like oh how dare you how dare you i don't know what you <laughs> i don't know what point i'm making either i'm just getting self-righteous badly you're yeah, bad at it i'm it's just you were implying that i'm not allowed to say things nope <laughs> i was implying you should stop trying to force everything into this bizarre freudian you're you know what you're like everything's Freud. You're gonna even though he's but you're right. Even but though he's I'm like right. a debunked, shitty philo- philosopher whose ideas are wrong, I'm gonna just slam. I'm gonna make everything's got to fit. But into this. Freud, everything's Freud influenced Carl Jung, who influenced a bunch of other people yeah, who are taken wrong, seriously. O- being wrong often influences people to be right. There's a sexual context to everything. Nope. Maybe, but I, I don't think it's. Uh, I don't think the glowy red rock because it was red in the comics is necessarily floaty space period blood. <laughs> well, then you, I think you, it says my a lot. Friend, of, I think it says a lot about you that when you saw that dude, we're like floaty space dude, period blood, dude, and I was just dude. like, yeah, this is this reality stem, whatever. It's. I I you know. Tomato, also, tomato. Like, when I think of um, menstrual blood, I don't think of it, like, violently invading a person's face and, well, like, shooting a, tendrils down their throat you're to, and then you're exploding looking at out too, of them. Literally. I think that you are perhaps too, looking literally. at it too metaphorically. Well, of course I am. That's my job. It, it isn't. Everything... It, subconscious, wor- it worries me that you hu- think it the, worries me that you think your job is to force Freud into everything. No, the human subconscious is aware of everything. Sure. Right? And whether we're consciously aware of that or not. So, keep that in mind. That We'll, we'll watch Ragnarok. I'm sure there will be plenty of, like, so, commentary. So, later on in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, uh, Thanos gets his whole, a hold of the period stone and then uses it to turn bullets into bubbles. Yes. I would love for you to explain to me okay. how wo- woman's femininity... We will... 
has been crystallified into a power gem. Because Thanos he uses to turn Thanos is a man. Uh-huh. And he uses and he uses menstruation to turn bullets into bubbles. Yes. And he uses the power of and he he destroys half, half of all life in the universe. Uh-huh. And the human race is half women, half men. Sure. So what he's doing is a metaphor for misogyny and subjugation. So he's using women. He's using women's own, and much like in ancient tribes, they'd be like these women. They bleed for days, but they don't die. Thus, they are evil, and we need to treat them as subservient. That's exactly what Thanos is doing. He's using their own powers against them to subvert them. It's a perfect metaphor for patriarchy. It's, it's not, but and then he gets <laughs> defeated. By a team of <laughs> men and women of all races and genders. It shows how when people of different diverse backgrounds and come then, together, they can God, defeat Josh Brolin. And then thank God a white man was there to to use that same power to stop him. I mean, he was one of the good ones. What can I say? <laughs> you know? Like, you know, they're not all bad. You know? Not all men. Yikes. <laughs> all right. I mean, you tried hard there. It, yeah. You know, I'll, I'll tell you what. That sounded... Whoa. Good. It's, it yeah. sounded good. See? It was, I think, largely bullshit. Oh, oh, <laughs> largely. Come on, ninety percent. You can, yeah. We. Can... I feel like you need to actually read like Charles Young and then like reference him, Carl Young. Yeah, whatever. Charles Young. Maybe you haven't even heard of Charles. Charles. Young he's Charles so... Young sounds like a chick fried chicken salesman. Why? Charles? It's Carl! Carl Jung! Dream theory! Well, if you know him so good, why don't you bring him up ever? The shadow! The... the, Because fuck those guys. You just (laughs) want to talk about Freud. I just... Because Freud was all about sex, and everything's all about sex. It doesn't have to... Sex and violence. There's also violence. Violence What, What is Captain America's shield in Freud? Is it... Captain America's shield is shielding him. So Captain America uh-huh. is is a virgin. Sure. And he's terrified of women. Uh-huh. And and he his shield is shielding literally his virginity because virginity is associated with purity, which is which is what America tries to be associated with. Even though it's such a direct contradiction because it's built on blood and genocide. Okay, now do Hawkeye's bow and arrow. Hawkeye's bow and arrow is is it's a phallic device. Uh-huh. It's sperm. He's shooting his he's sperm. Sh- he's shooting arrows of his own seed that kill people. Iron Man's armor. Iron Man's armor is fucking sweet. <laughs> that I, there's no sexuality to it. It's just cool armor. You don't think it's like you don't think it's the physical manifestation of his ego? Yeah. Of his sexual ego. Of his sexual yeah. ego. I, I would say so, yeah. Because like before he put it on, he was like this sexual powerhouse. Yeah. And then he well, gets hurt. And and also and so like he, his heart. He, his, yeah, heart he his heart is hurt, so he yeah. like puts on this protective see I can do this too. Yeah. See? He puts on this see? protective layer I'm of not both that his crazy. own in, his ingenuity and yeah. ego and he and he wraps himself no. in a layer you, of you know who's the most sexual one? Hulk. Hulk, okay. Because he goes from this like nerdy kind of, you know, I don't want to say beta because that offended you earlier, but we'll say like a like a more muted 
human being into this raging libido of pure sexual energy. Wouldn't the Hulk, like, be the id? Yeah, yeah. And what does the id want to do? It wants to fuck and it wants to kill. Okay, what about uh, Black Widow? How does she fit into all this? Oh my god! How is Black... How would you take a sexual uh, uh, perspective of Black Widow? Are you kidding me? She's literally a femme fatale. Like, uh-huh. she she lives to tantalize men and use their sexuality to trick them into... Like, come on! She's, she's a pure male sexual fantasy. Um... Black Panther. <laughs> okay, well, I haven't seen Black Panther. <laughs> you racist. He's a yeah. He's a cat. Wow. Right. <laughs> I, I don't. You know, I, I feel right, like on, we could, we could get into some pretty problematic territory right now. Although I will say there was a scene. I did. I was watching Black Panther on mute on the treadmill, and there's a scene where he fights the other dude. Killmonger, and they both take their shirts off to wrestle, and it's like really weird how cut they are, and it's like this weird showing of strength, and there are, there are a lot of homoerotic undertones to it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be honest. Oh like, my god! Oh, I'm trying to think of like other other Howard the Duck. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like who else are the big the big Avengers. What's Quicksilver? Well, Quicksilver in the comics, isn't he gay? I don't remember. Maybe. He's... he's well, okay. Quicksilver... He runs fast. Premature ejaculation. I knew you were going to go that. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. knew it. I was like, it's speed. He's going to go and premature. And he's also in love with his sister. Okay. There's, okay. They're a little too close. <laughs> I'm sorry. The but. vision. The vision is a vibrator. <laughs> right? He's a... He's a He's a computer that this woman is deeply in love with because he pleasures her in a way that no human being can. Sounds like a vibrator to me. Wow, you you have this is deep. Yeah, dude, I could do this all day. Clearly, yeah, that was Captain America's line. Also, a sexual you yeah. Can take oh it yeah, out but, of context. But every Captain America movie, anytime a woman tries to talk to him, he's like, "I'm a virgin. Here's my shield." You know, because that's what America is. It's it's this fake, this false virginity. That's what that's what America is. Oh, the Purit- we were literally founded by Puritans, purity, right? <laughs> but what did they? But how? Like it's it's so you could. I I need to pee. Can we just end this episode? All right, this was fun. Yeah. Um What did everyone? Everyone in the chat's probably agreeing with me. Uh, nope. <laughs> no, they're not. A lot of no, no, no. Oh God, no, Gene, no. Yeah. Uh, I love how Pat is just probing Gene now. <laughs> yeah. Daddy issues. Uh, oh boy, we're down a rabbit hole. We <laughs> were indeed. Now yeah. we're all doomed. Someone just yelled the word patriarchy. <laughs> patriarchy. Someone said, "God damn patriarchy." It's true. <laughs> <laughs> That's what all these movies are about. One person agrees with you. They said they're generic white dude movies. Thank you. There's a good chance Freud's theories. That's right. Black Panther, the largest black production and highest grossing black, primarily black cast movie of all time, is a white dude movie. Oh, I didn't. I. You, see? <laughs> that's. Talk about. 
putting a target on your back. If that's what the argument you want to have is. Is that Black Panther was a seminal movie for the black community? Yeah, I'm fine with putting that target on my back, apparently. Okay, well, you know. Anyway. You don't think that Black Panther was an important watershed moment for black movies? It was like the largest grossing, primarily black cast, black directed movie about Afrofuturism. Made like billions at the box office. Sure. I feel <laughs> like you don't agree. Uh, Is it because you just haven't seen it? No, I, I just. Like when it comes to like, okay, here's. Here, I'm not saying it's like the most important black movie. I'm just saying it was an important. I just like, cultural I, this moment. Is, this is this is my opinion. Is I don't feel like I'm allowed to have an opinion on stuff like that. On if representation is important, just like who am I to rank what was the most important? I didn't black, say the most movie of all time. I never said it's the most. I said it's the largest. No other. Movie has made that much money with a primarily black cast. Okay. The other movies that have done that well are like Avatar and Star Wars. Black Panther is one of the highest grossing movies of all time. Okay, but I don't. I just as a white. You are person, so awkward. I'm just. I'm, I'm very. I'm not aw- like. Listen, let me explain to you why Black Panther is yeah. important to the black community. I'm saying, hey, is important for like. Yeah, but like, is, Super, is making a lot of money automatically make it important? Yeah, because it meant it means that like, it means that there's a, uh, a an audience and a market for all black cast movies about African. Wait, it says also even as the largest, it has no underlying black issues except just hide because the world treats us like shit. See, that wasn't disagreeing with me. That no, was, it sounds I'm like it, sure it sounds like they were kind of disagreeing with you. Also, even as the largest, it has no underlying black issues. I think, I think it kind of sounds like they're disagreeing with you. I, I can't. Well, maybe. I, I mean, this isn't my idea. Black people said this when it came out. They were like, "Hey, this is important to us. We're glad this exists." Oh. Big thumbs up. Okay. I don't know if you know this, but they really like that. Like, people. What do you mean general. by they? Black people. I mean. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, they came out and said, like, we really appreciate I do remember I saw. This movie exists. I saw a meme. And they of, were like, they brought, like, kids to see it. And they had, like, a cookout at one of the screenings, right? <laughs> um. It's also just like a big deal that like a a, a mo- like it's like um Wakanda forever. Yeah, that became like a saying in the, in the black community. I'm pretty sure. I don't know. I'm not allowed in, but <laughs> I've seen them say it to each other, <laughs> standing on the outskirts. Yeah, I I've I've. It'd be like it's like how it's important that they're doing. Um, that Shang, Shang Li movie or whatever it's called in the Ten Rings. Is it Shang Li? No. Am I saying that wrong? What are you talking about? There's like a new movie coming out that's like supposed to be the same. It's like an all Asian cast movie. Is it a Marvel movie? Yeah. It's like a big uh. Marvel movie coming out about the, um, I think it's Shang Li. I don't think I'm getting that wrong. If I am, I'm. When are they going to make like a Marvel Polish movie? That, wouldn't you feel good about that? Wouldn't you love no, to see a Polish... No, absolutely not. I would be like, fuck this shit. <laughs> I, if they made a Jewish movie... Hell, I if, just argued that Spider-Man is Jewish. Yeah, but that doesn't mean I... 
I like him. You you literally were like, I love this movie because it's about a Jewish kid in Queens. Guys, when did I say? When did I ever we say? We gotta that? do a Spider-Man movie. They're my favorite. I love them so much. Tobey Maguire is the best one. You went on like a tangent about it. I don't like him because he's Jewish. It's just I noticed he is Jewish. But like, <laughs> I like Wolverine. He's not Jewish. I like the Punisher. Wolverine. He's like a right wing nut job now. He and he's like, Italian. You definitely said that. No, the tape. no. I don't like Spider Man because he's is Jewish. Is it Shang Chi? Am I saying Shang Li? Oops. Ooh, that's probably that wrong. is a canceling right yeah, there. Yeah, that's, that's that's a, a paddling. Canceling. That's a canceling. That's a paddling. Yeah. Or like how um, Captain Marvel was important because it was like a woman. A woman. Yeah, but I feel like Wonder Woman sort of stole that. They sh- she sure did. Yeah. She good for her. Good for one. But it's like why can't there be lost that? Why can't there be why can't there be multiple women? Oh, uh, misogyny, Gene. Yeah, that's true. Misogyny. Yeah, they didn't even want to do that movie. Which one? uh, Wonder Woman. Why? Because they didn't think people would go see it because of misogyny. That's fucking. See, although I will point out, um, people hate Ray Skywalker. They hate her. Loathe her. It's like this huge subsection of the internet that's like, we fucking hate this. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I I mean, I I don't... People hated... Don't you remember all the backlash there was to Captain Marvel when it came out? People fucking hate... Not really. They hated Brie Larson. They hated that movie. There was like a huge backlash to it. I kind of... A lot of people have been asking if we'd do that movie. I would do that. I don't think it's that great, but it's fine. Uh, I, the only backlash I really remember hearing was the female Ghostbusters. People, oh yeah, that one too. People hated that. Yeah, a bunch of incels. And 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 actually, Ernie Hudson just came out in an interview said they shouldn't have done that. Dude, every time they make a movie where they're like, "Hey, we're gonna have Johnny Storm be black," everyone loses mm-hmm. their fucking yeah it's mind. true and it's like who gives a shit it's true just let him be fucking gay or black yeah. or like why do you care like there was an article that was like hey one of the spider-men might be bi there was like a rumor that they were gonna have andrew garfield be bi whoa and dude whoa. the internet was like why do they gotta he's dude. not bi in the comics he marries mary jane it's not fair it's dude, not like dude. the comics if spider-man is bi you would hate his stand-up <laughs> oh, nice point. Right? Remember that from three hours ago? Remember, remember when I when I accidentally... <laughs> when you're like, oh, bi people suck at comedy. Oh, uh, man. You know who's never been funny? Bisexuals. <laughs> that would be so good. I, I'm not just doing bi erasure. I'm specifically Typically, doing bi erasure yeah. in comedy. Yeah, dude. Because I was trying to make a point about lesbians, and I yeah. didn't want men to be involved. Yeah, and you're like, <laughs> well, you know, these bi people suck. By the way, I, I know plenty of great bi comedians. I didn't say there aren't any funny bisexual comedians. I just said the batting average of lesbians appears to be higher. I don't know. I think women are funnier than men. I don't I don't know, dude. I don't know. I think most of my favorite comics are women. Yeah? Yeah. Like when anyone asks me like what my favorite comics are currently, I always think of women first. Like who? Taylor Tomlinson, uh, Michelle, um, what is her last name with the otter joke? Michelle did the... Uh, Michelle Branch? No. 
Am I saying the wrong name? I might be saying the wrong first name. She was the one from the political comedian that... Michelle Wolf? Yeah. Oh. One of my favorites. Or uh, Eliza Schrodinger. Yeah. Scheisinger. I always get her last Sh- name wrong. Schleisinger? Schle- yeah. Sh- I always want to say Schrodinger. because Schrodinger's think cat. cat. Schrodinger's cat. But that's not her name. By folk don't have to be funny. We're fun. <laughs> that, see, that's funny. Pat's wrong. Luke Skywalker is a total Mary Sue, and you people should, still like you him. You should uh, let people know you're reading from comments before you... Oh. <laughs> Michelle Branch? Didn't she do that? And I could walk a thousand miles. You are toned out. That was Michelle Branch, right? Okay. That was so far from the... There is one with the last name Tran, and she is good from what I've seen. Okay. <laughs> Nailed it. All right. All I right. have to pee. Gene has to pee, and I think he gave up on the podcast a while ago. Hey, guys, thanks for tuning in. Thank you in. so much. Find us Follow on us Patreon. on social media. Uh, um. If you were offended by something that uh, Gene said, it's justified, and you should definitely email in. And if it's something that I said, um, you're ableist. Fuck off and die. Oof. Oh, yeah. Well. Uh, yikes. You heard it here, Gene, from Gene. Have a good night. (laughs) Have a lovely after. (laughs) Goodbye. (laughs) Peace.